You're listening to the Mildly Heroic Podcast, Visions of Fandar, an actual play podcast of the Pathfinder Adventure Path, Iron Fang Invasion. Thank you for joining us. Alright, you know, I love your stories of danger and daring escapes, but I would have very much liked to not live in one. Everything's fine, you say, but I'm sure we'll come to some sort of an arrangement. Cousin, I don't want to fight in the arena. But that does sound exciting. Oh, on deathless, Liam. You will regret this. Into the tent, halflings. Headlocks, I brought the bar, as you requested. Alright, you swindling fop! I expected you to hide or run like a coward, but it would seem your ego still outshines your survival instinct. <laughs> there seems to be a misunderstanding here. I did not come on my own account. I merely wished to see my cousin fight in your arena. Alright! Ha! So you are a coward, and so prideful, you would sacrifice your own family? You should be the proud one, Kedlos. Most people of your uh, intellectual prowess choose to remain silent for fear of ridicule. Silence, yet ignoramus! You insulted my sister, you betrayed my brother, and you have stolen from me. I will collect. <laughs> oh, you can still put on a good show, my friend. I swear, I saw you cower for. But a moment! Oh, you would cower too if you're being assaulted by the breath of a troglodyte. Oh, shut up, you scoundrel. And to your dear cousin Yosef, forgive me. I could not pass up my little game with Ulrit when I heard he was nearby. Uh, what? You mean I, 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 don't, I don't have to fight in the arena? Ha! Of course not. Surely you know what kind of prankster your cousin is. <laughs> no, no, now let's not be hasty. Surely we could find something for him to fight. All right. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> While you are here, my friend, please tell me one of your tales. Of course, of course. Uh, have you heard of the heroes of Fendar? Only rumors. Well, they've had quite the adventures. Diari and Volus were the only ones still standing after the hero's vicious battle with the troglodytes. The Blood Rager scrambled around the room, desperately searching for something to heal her friends. As fate would have it, she found a couple healing potions and revived Theros. <coughs> Diari, what happened? Are you alright? Where's Volus? He's fine. We're both fine. How the others? I don't know. I think they're still alive, but I, I, I don't know. I, help, I help me up. I could use the wand. Okay. There's this too. If you need this potion, I think it will help as well. She'll help him stand up, and I, I can't face them, Theros. You're gonna have to do it. I can't face them. Face who? Warren and Iden. The last words I spoke to them were an argument. I can't face them. I 
almost lost my closest friends again. After collecting themselves, the four companions set up camp for the night at the mouth of the caves. As they slept, Nayari experienced a life-changing dream. She hears a rustling in the dense brush of vegetation that's around her. Uh, The feeling of panic threatens to overwhelm her as she watches a figure step out of the trees directly ahead of her. Ingrid Deardal, Olfen warrior turned slave, smiles, her eyes filled with faint sadness. Steer Nellis, my daughter, how I've missed you. You were born with a great destiny, my daughter. The time has come for you to embrace who you are. The magic that runs through my blood also courses through yours, and it is time that power awakes. You must listen to me very carefully and do as I do. As she finishes speaking, she raises her hands and begins motioning through the air. She speaks strange incantations. Nayari is still frozen in place, but she finds that as her mother moves, so does she. As Ingrid finishes, she turns to the side as the fire erupts from her hands towards the smoldering ashes of the dwindling campfire. You have seen this before with the wand, but the power does not come from the wand. That is only a conduit. This power is from you. From now on, you will know what to do. Their two hands meet briefly as Ingrid says, Styrnellis, I am so very proud of you. With a smile on her face, she disappears, and Nayari wakes to the morning light. The next morning, she met secretly with Orin to demonstrate her new powers. Orin, I have to try something. Don't freak out. And she's going to, like, turn away from him. She's going to start, like, muttering and, like, waving her arms. And then all of a sudden, like, fire shoots out of her hands, similar to, like, what happened with the wand. And she's going to turn to him with wide eyes and she's going to be like, Orin. It wasn't the wand. It was me this whole time. You, you know magic now? I guess so. I saw I, my mom in my dream last night, and she taught me how to do it. In a, in a dream? Yes. Uh, in, in my dream, it was like she was actually here. I I, I know magic now, Oren. That's amazing. I, I don't just... Any more than the fire, or...? Maybe. She's got a huge smile on her face. She's a completely different person. She's going to start muttering some other words. And then all of a sudden, she, like, doubles in size. Like, she is, she's almost 12 feet tall. And she's like, this is crazy, Orin. What is this? I didn't know magic could do this. How do I know how to do this? I imagine Orin just fell on his rump when she did that. Like, as she, like... Ene chucks into a 12 foot person. <laughs> he just falls back on his back. Like, oh my god. <laughs> You're huge. Um, no, I mean, I'm actually just large, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Theros and Aiden had some mysterious experiences of their own. You know, it's a little annoying, Aiden professing, you know, complaining that I don't want to go to Feindar, Mom. I want to stay here. It'll be nice. 
you'll get to see your father Nolan. Back and forth it flashes between scenes as he's training and it would kind of like do a little bit of a montage as you know he's not just practicing his archery he maybe starts doing some crossfit or you know hitting some kind of uh, punching bag or something he's set up whatever you can do with, with the sword back and forth and uh, uh, the scene would end with them getting on a wagon uh, and leaving a very, very big city on a road en route to Feindar. He's just brewing some tea lightly by the campfire, just stroking Bolas's fur. He gets this sense of like goosebumps, like just prickling of the hair on his arm. He looks down, and at first he just see, thinks he sees Bolas's fur, but then he notices it's all across his arm. Shakes him up, and he looks. He lifts his arm to look at it closely, and it's just a normal arm again. But that's when he recollects something. His grandfather. One thing that he always took to heart that he remembered his grandfather taught him was balance. There's a balance to nature in all things. He would he would tell Theros. Just as you observe the woods and the trees and the animals, they bring life. They die. There's prey and there's predator. And understanding nature is all about understanding that balance. And with that balance, you can understand what makes nature so powerful. And uh, he just continues to mull over those, those words as he drinks his tea. Once the party was adequately rested and ready, they ventured back into the caves to investigate the strange door and pectogram mechanism. Oren was able to determine clues from the mysterious language written on the chamber walls. It was written in Darrow, a race who worshipped an ancient being known as the Excavator. Oren also managed to communicate with a crystal creature they met previously. Imbued with the power of Torag, the dwarf was blessed with the knowledge of the Terran language. Uh, uh, do you, do you... Do you live here? I have been living here for a short time. I came from below, and I came here in search of food, and I have been here since. Below in this cave? Deeper, yes. We uh, we, we plan to bring a group of, of people like ourselves here. Is, it, is that going to be a problem, to, to live in this cave for a little while? I do not care who lives here. This is not my cave. I am simply here for food. And when the food is gone, I will be gone as well. Would you be willing to maybe uh, uh, watch after the people that we have coming into the caves to, to stay here for a while? There's tons of gyms up up, up in the higher caves, and, and, and you're more than welcome to them if you'd be willing to maybe temporarily align yourself with us. As long as I am fed, I do not really care where I am. If there are gems above, then I will go there. I can do my best to help you, but I will not put my life on the line. The heroes returned to the puzzle door, unlocked its secrets, and discovered an ancient sarcophagus. They collected a few treasures around the room and continued exploring. They descended deeper, down a nearby hidden pathway. But Orin sensed grave danger would befall them if they continued, for they were journeying towards the nightmarish Darklands. 
They retreated hastily and finally made their way back to the survivors' camp. They informed Oberyn of their plan of relocating the survivors to the caves and rested for the night. However, when they awoke, amidst the hustle and bustle of packing, Nayari noticed something horrifying. And Nayari, the moment you realize what it is that you didn't hear this morning, a chill goes down your spine. Your blood runs cold. It drains out of your face. You go white as a sheet. As you realize in utter horror that not once this morning did you hear Sir Dehudwal introduce himself to anyone in camp. You go up to Sir Dehudwal's tent and you can see the back of the tent there's a cut. A splash of blood inside and then drag marks leading out from the back of the tent into the forest. I will I will run over to Auburn and I will say in a low voice Auburn we have a situation like with Zef. We need you to keep everyone calm and stall for as long as you can. We're going after it. We cannot allow this to keep happening. We'll explain more when we get back but this is something that we have to do. Please do not let this leak out right now. We will let everybody know when we're back. I want you to kill it and bring it back so we can show everyone that it's done. Because once they find out, they're not going to be able to rest until they know for sure. The heroes, enraged and thirsting for justice, hunted down the hobgoblin assassin. She ambushed them from the trees above. As the party moved to surround her, she downed a portion of darkness and retreated. Theros cast an entangling web of thorns, brush, and weeds in her path, slowing her down. Our heroes encircled her again, one by one, but she wouldn't go down without dealing some sinister damage. She lashed out at Theros, injuring him badly. The half-elf felt a feral rage burn inside him, and he suddenly took the shape of a dire badger. But it wouldn't be enough to protect him from his deadly wounds, and he fell unconscious. In turn, Aiden struck down the assassin. Orin, desperate to save his companion's life, channeled a healing spell to the group, stabilizing Pharos, but also reviving the hobgoblin. Quick action from his friends saw her defeated, but Theros lay gravely hurt and the dread of losing yet another survivor weighed heavily on their hearts. How could they tell them, the survivors, that Sir Tehudwal was dead? After the battle ends, all of the spells are uh, dismissed or they run out of time and you're left there in the middle of the forest. You would have plenty of time to look over her body and what she had on her and look around the area and in the tree uh, where she had been, she kept his head kind of tied with rope and kind of hung up on one of the branches there. So you do find his head. Um, Aiden is going to begin configuring what's left of the body because he beheaded her 
So he's gonna kind of like wrap some ropes around the arms or something like that and tie it up in the tree somehow um, as he takes down Sir Dehudwal's head and is kind of like replacing it using the same rope as he can. So we're building like a warning effigy on this tree. We still so we did with the ones we before. We're still out in the I'm woods. Cool with it. Oh, we're still I'm out cool in the woods, it. right? We're not back at camp. Correct. You're still technically out in the woods there. Yeah, I moved you back to the camp map, but uh, you would technically still be there. Yeah, that's and... what I didn't do with the one before. I mean, Niari didn't want him to, but she didn't protest, and he just does it again. Does she still protest? <laughs> no, she was the one dead. that did, did the finishing <laughs> blow on it. You, you were like, no, we right? need to question. Uh, oh. Never mind. Never mind. Um, Never mind. Should should we go over the uh, the conditions of the party members? Uh, yeah, because we're all still kind of hurting. Uh, I'm not, more but... than just kind of, I'm still unconscious. I mean, oh. I'm fine. <laughs> Wait, Actually, you're you're, 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 you are conscious. At zero, you oh, are at conscious. Zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're just yeah. disabled. Right, so you can't do anything without as a strange activity. And a badger. That's <laughs> true. Though it's funny, he could give himself a wand. He would take one point of damage, and then he would come back up with whatever well, he healed. What? No, I, I think the healing comes first. Okay. Because if okay. you were to attack while disabled, the attack happens, then you fall unconscious. So you would heal yourself, and you would no longer be at risk. So he'd be fine if he did that. Did I prepare spell wise? Oh, let's see. We do have a scroll of cure light wounds. Seeing if I prepared cure moderate wounds. I did prepare a cure moderate wounds. You lucky devil. <laughs> well, to be fair, we should probably use the wand up out of combat if possible. Well, that is very true. So I'll walk over and pick up the wandy. Uh, what is that? A 1d6? 1d8 plus 1. Plus As- 1. As part of the process, Jace, I'm going to pat down the body and look for anything that I can find while they're healing up. They can take care of that. And you can see if there's anything interesting there. After, yep, so go ahead. I was just going to say, after coming to uh, to his, his senses from being healed by by Orin, um, Badger Theros uh, stirs quickly and he springs up to all fours, still in wild shape. He, he whirls around, looking in all directions and blurting out questions to his companions, panic and anger slowly rising. What happened? Where's Volus? Where is that monster? Is she dead? Tell me she's dead! Why are you all just staring at me? And that's when he realizes that in his current condition, he's, his cam- companions can't understand him. Ugh. So as he shifts back into his normal form, a rush of clarity and emotion hits him full force. Overwhelmed by it, he runs off into the Fangwood alone. Oh. Huh. That's oh. not amazing. Okay. <laughs> and that was the last they saw of Theros. Bye, Badger Boy! <laughs> Theros the Druid you, was never more. You hear a singing voice coming through the trees and out walks the small half-life. <laughs> Would you like to introduce your new character? <laughs> Alerts like as soon as as soon as Theros disappears from sight, allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> I am Ulrich. It's it's just Theros on his knees. <laughs> like walking. I, I got, I got they call me Ulrich. 
<laughs> I was a halfling the whole time, and it's just Yosef. Him is on he's on Yosef's shoulders. Who walks into the scene as Teros is leaving? Like, uh, this, this music does not lend well to the to the jokes. <laughs> oh, but anyway, um. So I'm glad you prepped for that. I was like, huh, this doesn't strike me as improv. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So, okay, so that would obviously change uh, what Aiden does. Um, I wasn't ready for this. Is Aiden? Ch- well, he'll call out to, to Theros as he as he's running away, like Theros, Theros, wait! As he's running, you know, typical whiny Aiden way. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Typical punchy Aiden way. <laughs> and I think that he goes, uh, he starts to like turn as if he's going to chase. And then he kind of thinks better of it. He, he thinks like, you know, he can't, he can't go that far. Like give him some time. I'll catch up with him when I need to. Like I can track, you know, clearly he's in an emotional state and maybe just leaving him alone for a bit will be best. But he'll obviously leave Warren or Niari to do whatever they want and he'll go back doing what he was tending to Sir Hoodwall's corpse and going over the other one setting up the so he's kind of got a focus I think Niari was shocked when the darkness finally dispelled and she saw a badger there she definitely wasn't expecting that Um, oh my goodness something just blew up on the map (laughs) Um, it was Theros. <laughs> yeah, it was Theros. Um, but then kind of a look of familiarity, I guess, because where she comes from, they're very distrustful of magic, except for like druidic magic. So I would imagine that probably in her tribe, they had people that could do things like this. So while it's shocking to her that Theros, of all people, did something like this, I think overall just the idea of someone shifting into a, an animal form isn't quite as shocking as it may have been. Well, I, I was actually thinking about that too, mostly like, because the, uh, Aiden, I didn't think, would have any strange reaction to Theros. Like, he has maybe encountered other druids before, you know, just in passing. And it's, you know, he's heard stories and he's been in the Fangwood for a year now up in, up in the other place, whatever it was called. And uh, so, like, I didn't think he would be surprised by that. If anything, he would be surprised by Niari. But the way I'm role-playing his, like, acquisition of, of magical power, like, I don't think anything takes him aback you know in the world of magic he's just oh so that's how that like that's just how it is kind of thing like oh of course you can do that you know he just kind of has a a base exception or a base acceptance for different forms and schools of magic i think so that also didn't strike him. not taken back he saw you change into a badger so <laughs> right. yeah i think i think we should go after him warren do you think so at least one of us. I don't know if it's safe for us to be out in the woods alone, especially knowing that there are hobgoblins out there. That is true. I did not think of that. Maybe one of us should go then. Well, who wants to do it? I know none of us are really the best at conversation. 
out of game or that's church stuff. <laughs> yeah, <that's church> stuff. <laughs> Am I a counselor? Yeah, that's religious in nature. We like send, send Auburn. <laughs> just go back in to camp, grab Auburn. In these times of trouble, Thorog's <laughs> tongs comfort us with his holy warmth. Yeah, that's the like, uh, cleric thing, right? Bask in the forge of Torog. <laughs> It's dwarves crazy. are known for their sensitivity. Dwarves are not sensitive. Oh man, the straight man routine. <laughs> Everything. We got it all. We are professionals, guys. That was a comic bit. Uh. <laughs> I'm getting the vapors. Dude. In Torag's name! In Torag's name! <laughs> Join me, brothers, in the Book of Tongs! <laughs> in the Book of Tongs! Uh, um, with that, I, I think Nayari will kind of go after him. Did Volus follow, or is Volus still with us? Volus, I think, would, would just stayed there. He didn't receive any command to uh, follow or anything. And there's no danger, so he wouldn't really necessarily have a reason to follow. Orin's gonna go as well. Nayari will take some rations or something out of the haversack and walk over to Volus and say, Well, my friend, your friend needs you now, and I know that you can understand me, and you probably don't know what to do, but if you'll just come with me, I'll give you a snack. And we'll try to follow the trail that Theros would have taken into the woods. Or if you go by yourself, you'll just end up getting lost, so I'll accompany you, and Orin will go as well. You're not wrong. I don't roll very high on my survival. (laughs) (laughs) So, do I need to... We need to follow this fella. So, are all three of you coming, or just two? Yeah, I I didn't will, will say... Alright, if you both are going, I will go too. But we have to be quick and make it back to camp. And he'll set down what he was what he was dealing with and tag along for now. Okay. So the three of you start heading off in the direction of Theros and I'm <clears throat> unless he's yeah, I'm not even gonna have you guys roll the check because he ran off in a a fit of emotion and you guys all have great survival, and you have Volus, who can just smell, smell him. him. So <laughs> there's really there's really no way that you guys wouldn't be able to follow him and eventually catch up. It just goes comes down to how far he's running. Right, so that's what I was going to say. I have a bit more on that, then, if, if that helps. So uh, yes. Theros keeps, keeps running, desperate to be alone for a moment but eventually after running a hundred yards or so from where he left he stops and just stands still he closes his eyes and inhales deeply then slowly exhales he practices this a few more times his face lifted upward toward the canopy of trees above and then i'll leave that what happens next to you guys how you respond Mm. Torog's tongs, he only ran a hundred yards He's right there <laughs> Someone go talk to him 
<laughs> then I'm just gonna go sit by a tree or something. <laughs> Play with a rock. Theros, are you okay? Um, let's see. If Nayari speaks first, I have to find it. Okay, here we go. Oh, <laughs> this is oh, like geez. a Dragon Age game. Oh, you just gotta man. choose your own adventure. Book. <laughs> I, I, had, I actually had a, a bunch of different things because he would respond very differently to each That's of really cool, though. I love that. Very cool. I also was surprised. Uh, it was like a half second well, hesitation. I, can we rewind? And go would say. Yeah. Wait, we need to go through each scenario. Yeah, I want to wait. Quick. Jason, I hit F5 real quick. We're going to quick save. I'm going to run through the scenario. Then I'll pick which one's canon. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, Theros, without moving from his position, responds to Nayari. I've never felt like that before. I... I don't know what came over me. I've never felt such... rage. When I looked at her in the eyes, I saw such... hatred and cruelty and suffering and when she struck me I I relished the thought of striking back with the same he lowers his head and stares forward into the fangwood I know that her kind has committed unforgivable atrocities but that pleasure that satisfaction I felt in lashing back at her it terrifies me I don't ever want to feel that again. I hate fighting. I don't ever want to become like... His voice trails off and his stance returns to a more natural pose and he turns around and begins walking back towards the camp. I'm sorry for worrying you, he remarks as he passes. She'll kind of grab his arm and say, it's it's kind of like a curse, isn't it? When that anger comes over you and you lose control of yourself I know that feeling very well you have to fight it Theros I'm not strong enough to fight it in fact I embrace it it makes me who I am I don't know what I'd be without my anger but you're different you're kinder than I am so just be careful don't let it take over am I I'm not so sure I... It's... It's... Something I've... Tried to understand my entire life, but I don't... I don't get it. But I suppose you're right. I guess we'll just have to see... What fate brings. And he just continues walking without... Saying anything else. She'll turn and follow. You guys, stop chatting <laughs> Sorry. during the Sorry. role play. Sorry. <laughs> so, Sorry. Are you, so are you guys returning to camp or returning to the spot with the body? The spot with the body. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I don't know what we should do. This is not going to go over well. As Aiden is working, as they walk back, um, he'll just say to Theros, kind of in passing, Theros, I still think you are kind. That has never changed. As he 
mutilates the corpse of the hobgoblin. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> You're a good person as he rips off a hobgoblin arm. Lays <laughs> the corpse. No, not really, but he does hang it up before, though I want to look over it and see what's there. I forgot to tell you, Aiden, that uh, Auburn wanted us to bring the body back to the camp. <laughs> probably should have mentioned that before you went through all of that trouble of putting it in the tree but <laughs> she wants to show it to the others to prove that this threat has been eliminated she's afraid that panic is going to sweep through the camp if we come back empty-handed he'll uh, take off from the ground a spike that he like a stick that he put the head to get on says, uh, we can take this then <laughs> I still have the head and we'll kind of like set it close to her and he's still going over the body he hasn't hung anything up yet so nothing has actually been made macabre yet what do I, I find the villagers are mobilizing we should get back and <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, yeah looking looking over what she had on her there's not a whole lot uh, there's a couple empty vials of potions that she had clearly taken um she has masterwork, studded leather armor, which I think you guys probably have several of at this point. Yeah. She has a plus one dagger that you probably have as well. Uh, Still, but there's another one there. A plus and, one's in a joke. I'm yeah, slacking. Plus one, uh, one dagger. And the only, so basically masterwork, uh, studded leather, plus one dagger, composite short bow, and then some arrows. That's the bulk of what she had. The two potions are empty. She had taken them already. Stinker. Uh, um, um, any protests if I take the plus one dagger? Uh, no, go for it. Mm-mm. Awesome. I only had a masterwork, so that I was going to sew it into my boot. So I had a boot <laughs> dagger, so when I kick people in the shin... <laughs> Uh, Theros, you could have my former masterwork. (laughs) Yes. Do you want? Oh, never mind. It's got metal on it. Never mind. (laughs) I was gonna try, but then it has this studded leather armor is covered with dozens of metal protuberances. Protuberances. It's a needlessly complicated word, but sorry, I was gonna try. I don't think. I don't want the bow or the leather armor, so I don't think we really need to take it with us. Unless anybody else does. No. I'm not looking forward to this, but we're going to have to tell the people what happened. Yeah, I didn't will just nod. I mean, he doesn't have much to say to that. It's just, yeah, we're going to have to. Yeah, Saros would, Theros wouldn't say anything. All right, so start heading back. Okay. Should we get... We should probably get the rest of Doodle's body. Yeah. Yeah, I aim to recover his body. Well, his body's at the camp. You just need to get the head. Which we have. Yep. Oh, I thought it was in the woods on the no. way to oh, well, where we went. Yeah, it was it was in the woods, but it wasn't that far out of the camp. Oh, okay. We got it. I think it was like 
couple dozen feet, maybe a hundred feet into the forest. Do we bury him before returning to camp or uh, wait and do that with the camp because we're going to be telling them anyway? I think that we give him a proper burial. Oh, sorry. I should have role-played that. As <laughs> <laughs> one last, one last death, one last sacrifice that allowed us to live on. Is there any way that we can hide his body, though? I don't want them to see how he was handled. We can find some cloths, I'm sure. Theros, can we use your cloak of resistance? No. Just kidding. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that. Uh, Josh Josh says no. (laughs) But I'm sure we can reuse some tent fabric or some old clothes or or something. And, you know. Clearly, I'm just going to make a heel check uh, to sew his head back on. No. It reminds me of the scene in, uh, what is it? Clone Wars? Is it Clone Wars? I don't know. The one where Anakin is carrying his mother back. That's what it was. And like the wrapped corpse. Yeah, Yeah, that kind of thing. So I imagine we set up something similar and the head obviously looks a little too loose but we we do our best to you know, be as discreet as possible and wrap it up in something similar which I'm sure we have between the four of us. I do actually think we have we have a blanket and a haversack. Easy enough. Yeah, so... A blanket and some rope. That'll do it. And you guys make your way back to camp then? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. You guys are just about to enter the clearing of camp, and as you get close, you hear some yelling. Uh, Of course course we do. Uh, Kiting, but I get her bonus. There's a a big argument going on. You can hear uh, a couple different voices, but... One of the loudest ones is coming from a uh, refugee that's been with the group. His name is Li Fang. He is a half-orc. He's the only half-orc in the group. And you hear his voice amongst the others, and he's kind of yelling out, and he says, Did you just say that you wanted us to stay calm? You hid the fact that Zeph died at first because you didn't want us to panic. And that went real well, didn't it? Because I'm certainly not panicking right now. And you can hear uh, Auburn is trying to speak back, but he's basically just yelling out. He, there, there's no conversation going. He's just yelling out in right. clear anger as you guys enter the clearing. And you see that everybody is kind of huddled around in a, a loose circle over there in front of the hut. Uh, cabin. Aiden will shout out, uh, Obrin! Because he's hearing the fighting, I'm sure. And we'll start walking towards, I don't know, who's carrying the body, do you guys think? Jasper. Probably you or me. Hmm. We're the strongest. Right. Um. Well, do you have the hobgoblin? Could have put the hobgoblin no. on Volus's back. No. I just have the head of the hog goblin. Unless oh, you wanted right. to we take the whole, we didn't take the whole body. That's right. Unless okay. you wanted to, then I could. No, that's fine. I forgot that we only took the head. Yeah. Um, um Nayari can have it. All right. So we'll assume that like Niari has it and is walking behind. Uh, can Auburn hear me? Like he shouts as loud as he can to try to get everyone's attention. 
Yeah, as soon as you shout out, it goes really silent as everybody hears you guys return, and they basically all look in your direction. Right, and the way I see it is kind of like, I don't know, a very thematic, ironically movie moment as we're like walking and, you know, he's holding something. I don't know if it's hidden in a bag or not about the skull, but we have the body is probably what most people see of Dehudal being slowly carried by Niari. And he'll be silent until he gets to the center of the circle or, you know, where people are gathered. And... When you get to the center, uh, before anyone can really react, Li Fang walks right up to you. You're the one holding uh, Sir Dehudwal, right? I'm Nayar, right. You're right. holding Sir Dehudwal. Mm-hmm. You have... Okay, so Aiden has the head. Okay. So before uh, anybody really reacts, Li Fang rushes up to Nayari, and he's kind of with a, a very aggressive look of anger on his face, he says, I want to see him. I don't know if that's best. I, I don't care what you think. Aiden will, like, turn behind his shoulder and look to Niari and just kind of, like, nod, like, if he wants to see. Like, what, what is that going to accomplish, Li Feng? Why do you want to see him? You've all been keeping enough information from us for a while, and I just want to see it for myself. What do you want to know? I will tell you anything you want to know. And he... Trying to think what he would do. He, He's just <laughs> going to keep yelling. He's just going to keep saying, Just let me see him! So then Orin, Orin's going to rush over... Seeing this guy getting getting real tense with Nihari, and he's gonna kind of, you know, put himself in between Nihari and this half orc. Gonna look this half orc dead in his eyeballs, and just start tearing into him. Like after everything we've done for you people, none of us, none of us have any ties to you we've protected all of you we got you out of that town during the attack and we've done our best to secure a place for you guys to stay how dare you yell at us Aiden will will step up say something what's it you about to get these tongs (laughs) what's his name Li Fang Li Fang Li Fang Li Fang and he'll say loud so everyone can hear him Sir the Hoodwall is dead that is true and we will not hide anything from you what Oren says is right and we have been trying our best and we have not been perfect that is true but here and he throws it on the ground we have slayed this one some scout or something I do not know but he is she is dead And these caves, where we're going to take you, they are safe. So I understand why you're mad. But a new leaf has been turned. We will do our best. We will bury Sir Duhudwal. And we will honor his life. I have nothing more to say. 
We have nothing more to do. We can't fight amongst ourselves. The real enemy is there. Do not lose sight of that. I know how you feel, Yifeng. I do. Do you know how many times I have let that anger consume me? It does no good to us now. It I won't didn't. bring Dahoud Ball back. It won't bring Seth back. But if you need someone to take your anger out on, then do it to me, not to Auburn. Not to anyone else. It's not worth it. But if you really need someone to be angry at, then be angry at me. Because I didn't tell you that Zeph died. I didn't tell any of you that Zeph died. And that was wrong, and I'm sorry. But if we let this tear us apart, then one by one, we're going to get picked off. And we're all going to die. And I don't want that. I've seen enough of death. I've seen enough of sadness and grief. And I'm so very tired of it. So I'm asking you to just trust us one last time. We are so close. We are so close to being somewhere that will be safe for us. So just trust us this one last time. While this was happening, Aiden, without hesitation, would have right away gone looking for a spade or a shovel or something in the hunter's uh, shack, if he can find it, and would have, like, start digging a a hole, you know, a mound somewhere. Um, It's going to take him a while, but he starts. And it's just quiet while she was talking. Okay. Shake my fist at him. Smell (laughs) his work. I was all prepared to have him start yelling back at Oren. Oh, come at Really, really escalate this. <laughs> uh, but then the other two came in and tried to de escalate it before I could escalate. <laughs> Iden and Diari are holding Oren back. <laughs> um, so, what Li Fang does actually. Roll diplomacy? I want Iden, Nayari, and Oren to roll diplomacy checks for me. Does Wouldn't mind being intimidate? Yeah, doesn't it go? You can do intimidate them? if you want. Yeah, for sure, mine would be an intimidate. Let's just say I took ten. <laughs> Mechanically, I have really, really, really wanted to put some ranks in diplomacy. The problem is, I'm just so bad. My charisma's minus one, and like, it's not even a class skill, so it doesn't You're make sense. Lucky, I have no no skills in intimidate. Um, are you just playing a solitary <laughs> role individually, or are we aiding anyone? I want individual for now. Okay. Nice. It works so well for me with Veld, and then now it's like, oh, I could really use it. Really use it. So you see Li Feng there, and you've all said your your part, and he looks to each of you, and there's a very, very deep anger still in his eyes, and he just kind of walks over to the cabin, and with all of his might he swings his fist right at the wall with just pure rage in his eyes and he just rams his fist into the wall and you can see that when he pulls his hand back it is like destroyed like he probably broke a knuckle or two because he did not hold back at all 
and he just yells out in pain and probably around that moment he sees uh, Aiden walk with a, a shovel and he immediately um, runs over and grabs another and just in fuming silence begins to dig and there's a bit of an awkward uh, quiet in the camp as everybody just kind of looks around they're not sure what they should be doing and Auburn kind of steps up puts her hands out to everyone and, and she says everyone calm down I know this is tough I know we've all been through quite a lot already and it's, it's not looking good I know but these folks are right. You've seen them. You've seen them do all that they could to protect us. They brought us here. And this did us well. This shelter did us well for a while. And now they have a new place for us to go to. And it's going to be better. And things are, are going to change. Things are going to turn around. You can only go so far. And once you hit rock bottom, at that point, you can only go up. And she just tries to placate things a little bit. And Jet is on her side as well. And for the most part, people start to calm down a bit more. It takes a couple minutes, but it's just one by one. They walk back to their packs, which they had been preparing before they found out what happened. And they begin to continue to work to get ready to leave and probably I don't know how long it would be maybe an hour two people digging a grave I don't know how long that would take half an hour to an hour sounds probably about right both of you are are strong enough to really get going on that oh, I can take forever <laughs> apparently how deep are you digging it Six feet. I mean, if we could, but oh, you're doing a you're doing a proper six feet one. That's what I'm. That's what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> okay, six hours by hand for an experienced grave digger in optimal soil. But I'm a hero, so I'm gonna go with an hour. <laughs> yeah, your average grave digger doesn't have an 18 strength, so I think you're okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll just yeah, call so it that. I would say since there's two of you, probably you could get others. Um, to help if needed I would say with an hour you'd be able to have it done and once it's finished and it's been dug Li Feng turns to you Aiden and he says in a slightly calmer voice he says I still want to see him Aiden nods um, where has Niari set the body? Probably right next to where you guys are digging. And, uh, without words, but as if a face could be read in full clarity, you know, he gives him the look like, you know, you're not going to like what you see only because you're certain. Don't overreact. Kind of, kind of, you know, as best he can communicate that 
sentiment and a, and a gesture. I will kneel over the body and slowly undo the face part, if he can, the ropes from that. And we'll kind of look up one last time and pull it over. And you reveal it to him and he looks at it for like a solid 10 seconds before he just turns his head and he walks over to where you had thrown the head on the ground and he walks over to it and he just raises one foot and smashes down and caves in the skull of the now dead assassin and then he does it another three times before he finally stalks off to where his pack was and he doesn't really continue to get everything around he just sits down in silence for a little bit Um, yeah, Aiden will close it back up and kind of wait for everyone to get their final preparations made and to be ready to go. And if they gather around, you know, for an impromptu funeral, he'll he'll say something. Orin was going to go in the forest and try and find a nice rock for a headstone of types of sorts okay you go out and while you have plenty of plenty of time while all of this is happening um and you find one that you think would be suitable best that you'll probably find out in the fangwood at least mm-hmm. and you bring it back uh I am not good with words, he'll say. But I have seen the Ari speak kindly of someone at a moment like this before. I will do my best. I did not know to who dwell well. But I know that he dreamed of a better future. And so I pray to all the gods that we can make the future he dreamed of a reality, something real. So let's let this be the last one. And he just kind of nods and and settles off. We are missing a bit of our light in the camp now. He was that light. So now the responsibility falls to all of us to carry his light forward and to not give in to grief and despair. Because that was not like him. 
and we will not do him any justice by falling into that well. So from here on out, we will carry hope with us and we will prevail, even if it costs me my life, we will prevail. There, and you all. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Theros doesn't really feel comfortable saying anything, so he's just going to watch and see if Orin says something. And if Orin doesn't, then he's not going to worry about it. But <laughs> if he does, he's going to feel really pressured to say something. <laughs> or in my not. life. <laughs> Orin, Orin, I feel uh, so noticing I, I see, that Orin doesn't Orin. say anything, he just kind of like <sighs> sighs like with relief. <laughs> I see Orin kind of like maybe, I don't want to play your character, but maybe like yeah. at that point moving to place right. heads yep like like and complete whatever le- like well that is to be said and you place the headstone there and you guys finish saying everything that you would like to say and one by one some of the other refugees refugees say a word or two nothing too eloquent or anything but <laughs> Some of them knew him a little bit better than you do, and they would give a word or two, but after a a couple minutes of silence as the last person says their piece, everyone kind of solemnly just kind of nods and turns back to their their own areas and uh, prepares to leave. And probably about probably about half an hour, everyone is around and ready to go. I want to kind of like look over at at Li Fang and kind of see what what he's up to. <laughs> he has been very quiet ever since he saw the body. Um, yeah, he he came over when everybody was standing around. But he was kind of in the back, so he'd be like a little bit behind the others. And uh, he didn't say anything. But once, once everybody left and went their own way, and everybody was away from the grave, he walked up, and you could see that he was over there by himself. Is it awful that I kind of now want Leaf Hank to be my new backup character? <laughs> He's oh so boy. So interesting. <laughs> Horn's not having any of this. <laughs> that's that's a question I have. So like I don't really know how I feel about it. So like half orcs I feel weird about. So like would dwarves even like half I mean they hate orcs so would they be prejudiced towards half orcs or not generally generally they would right yeah like they'd be a little sometimes there is a shared feeling of like otherness in human circles because humans tend to have that effect on the minor races Mm -hmm. but Otherwise, I mean, orcs are... You mentioned uh, the hated enemy of the dwarves. Yeah. It's, it's 
basically orcs, if I'm not mistaken, because they've mm-hmm. been raiding orc. The orcs have been raiding dwarven lands for oh gosh, how long, Chase? Like, well, it's since the age it, of darkness. Yeah, when <laughs> yeah. the dwarves were making their ascent, they fought against all of the creatures that were above them, and they basically drove the orcs onto the surface right. in their conquest. So it's been ever since then that the two tended to dislike each other. But the same but, thing is it's a long time ago that it might not affect you. And it depends because a lot of half-orcs, not all, but a lot of half-orcs were born through less than ideal circumstances and might resent full orcs just as much, if not more, than a dwarf would. So, Normally through rape or something, some right, awful act right. is most often the existence of a half-orc. But not always. Not always. Sometimes there is a holy matrimony between an orc and a human. Or a half-orc and a human, or two half-orcs. Two half-orcs. Yeah, so something says here, it says half-orcs are generally considered little better than their full-blooded orc relatives and regarded with suspicion. Um, from the Inner Sea Races book, it says dwarves and half-orcs rarely get along due to the millennia of violence between dwarves and orcs. Right. Yeah, so I would have disliked that guy just by looking at him. And that's why it was uh, very interesting in yeah. Giant Slayer when Lork, the orc ranger, and uh, Baron, the dwarf gunslinger, eventually developed a, a very tight friendship. Mm-hmm. It was in spite of their backgrounds. Yeah. And they, they talk about that a lot, actually. Well, listen, two half-orcs don't make a right, all right? No, they make a whole human. <laughs> I want Frampton <laughs> so bad! Uh, Seriously, in that exchange, it would have went a lot different, because I'd have been like, either to Lee Fang or to Nyari, I'd have been like, don't lose your head over this. <laughs> you, 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 you can imagine how pained I am to be playing a non-charismatic character while also always wanting to fill the charismatic role. Right? Like, like, oh, I'm not good at this, am I? Okay. <laughs> that's why you never dump charisma. Never dump charisma. So that's why when I had the exchange with Lee Fang, I was going to go a little bit deeper, but I was like, honestly, I'm not positive if in Pathfinder how dwarves feel about orcs kind of deal, but like, I get the sense I probably wouldn't like him very much just because, which I know is prejudice, but... Yeah, but you're like the hated enemy, so... You have your own problems. We've already asserted you're narrow-minded, so... Exactly, that I haven't called the banners. It's fine. It's fine. It's alright. I haven't risen a a dwarven army yet. He hasn't single-handedly delved into the Darklands to find some back (laughs) entrance into Kragadon so that he can bring them back. (laughs) Bring them back down to crush a a rebellion. He's left doing everything he could, you know? It's just one of those... Right, right. I mean, I was willing to risk the dark lands. I'm just saying. Just a, a little meta break for a second. Uh, my friend Rich Rad, who did the voice of Kedloss in the recap, is in the chat, and I uh, just wanted to <laughs> thank you, Rich, for the voice acting. Hey, Rich. Yeah, your voice hey, acting is amazing. That was definitely so recommend. Good. Definitely recommend if you guys have never watched him. Um, his live stream uh, while he's his live stream while he's playing Overwatch. Definitely watch it because he does a fantastic commentary on it. Awesome. All right, we'll have to give that a watch sometimes. Good stuff. Okay, so is there anything else that you would all like to do before the whole camp packs up and gets ready to leave? I don't think so. I think. Where are we taking them? To the caves? 
caves. To the caves. To the back caves. Then we can just never deal with them again, ever. <laughs> now we can go do our thing. Do right. what we want to do. Here's your home. Leave us alone. All right. So yesterday, Kining would have explored three hexes, which we can go ahead and reveal now, if you guys would like. Sarah and I weren't sure where you'd want her to go, really. Yeah, so we're here, yep. so it has to be three around this vicinity. I think it has to be within four. Oh, okay. So I don't know if we want to, like, delve out this direction, or if we want to go up. I have zero preference. I was thinking either this way, or this way, or, like, you know, something to make it so that our return journey is a little bit easier. Um, down to the Kellogg Shrine, you know? So, that's what I was thinking. Also, now might be a good time for me to mention that. So, I was looking at the calendar again. Great. And Uh-oh. I don't think it changed. So, I must have just read it horribly wrong. Because we're on the 25th of Calistrial. Oh, and no. I was looking, I was looking for the date that you'd have the next like full moon, right? Yeah. And I said, "Oh, the twenty-fifth. It has the little symbol there. It's got a, a full, a filled-in circle." I was like, "That must be the day that's the full moon." No, that's that's the opposite of the Great. full moon. So we so, couldn't have even gone earlier anyway. No, no, the full moon was on the tenth, and the next one is on the twelfth of Farast. Oh, that's oh, so far so, away. Yeah. So, yeah, when I read that, I saw the filled-in circle. I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, full moon. No. 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 Wait so, a minute. This will yeah. happen for two weeks of game time, basically, if not more. Yep. Yeah, so it's just, it's not going to happen. Sorry. So it was good that we didn't go there the at first, right? Like, right? At that point, I think or no. we probably just would have let it happen. I don't know. Yeah, Jason probably would have just hand-waved. I don't know what he would have done. I don't think he would. I think now, that wouldn't he... that have been something? <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go. <laughs> if we oh, got there, a lot to. Re- but it makes sense. We never talked about the full moon in character. You know what I mean? So in- <laughs> we look up and we're like, it's not even close to a full moon. <laughs> yeah, I would have just probably changed the uh, calendar a bit. Yeah, just changed the start date. Because that's the thing. The interesting thing that I saw is that the tenth was the full moon that is known as the Fated Moon, which is interesting because Desna is uh, known as a goddess of fate. One of her subdomains is fate. And the moon on the 12th is known as the Rebirth Moon. So both of those have some interesting implications. So that's almost like Tehudwa, back to the shrine. So it was almost a pointless quest moon. to begin with then? Like we wouldn't have been able to do it for weeks anyway? Yeah. Yeah, the next full moon isn't for a while oh. because I misread the calendar God, horribly. You lost all those wisdom we, points, we Nari. Still, <laughs> we have still made a promise. It's just going to take really. It's just going to take a. Yeah, we're not. We're still. We're not saying we're not going to do it. It's just, you know, we all have to survive for two weeks in game, and we've almost died in the first ten days, multiple no times. It's no big so, deal. We got this. We got this. I want Kiny to reveal. That's my vote. If everyone That's fine. Vote. Yep. Yeah, go agreed. For it. Okay. Polygon reveal. Jace, you do realize you've set back the narrative, right? Now what are we going to do? 
<laughs> go all the way up to Bristletop or whatever or wherever it is to talk no, to the Rangers. We're gonna go, beat go to some... Bristletop. That's <laughs> a long way away. That's the wrong AP, bro. Remember, what's the name of the Rangers? I mean, place? we have all of this area we could clear out in the next two weeks. This. You know, Trevale. We're going Trevale. to Trevale. Yeah, we're just gonna go all the way up to support Trevale. What's our plot what is that? now, Jace? Gosh, that's double, a goblin encampment. We're oh, gonna go double, murder them all, and not just the men, on. but the women and the children. <laughs> that's our mo. We <laughs> do know there are rumors of survivors south in the Fangwood, or I south of the true. Fangwood. I think that charting the Fangwood remains a priority um, for us, taking back survivors and stuff as we wait for the next full moon. Maybe checking in on Veld. Honestly, she's in a whole lot of a danger situation, so I would like that. So maybe this should wait until we get to the caves. But I did have a question: the fish in the cave are they sustainable? Like a sustainable su- source of food for the survivors? And uh, is that fountain we found fresh water that they could drink safely? The fountain is fresh water that they could drink. The fish aren't like large fish. They're like very tiny fish. Sardines. fish. I guess you could eat, but they wouldn't last very long. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Alright. I do know also out of game, Jason said he'd basically hand away the survival mechanics when they get there. Okay. Basically, they would have the ability to, at that point, there would be no threat, and so they wouldn't have to worry about shelters, they could get their food for the day, they would be sustainable with the water sources and other things. Because you think about it, part of hunting is getting food, but another half of it is sourcing water. So if half of that is dealt with, you know, there's narrative and mechanical wiggle room to say, let's just not worry about it anymore. Just hand wave, they get enough food. Right. I think if that's still the case, Jace, I, I, I'm not assuming, but maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, so there's a reason for that, and we can talk about that once you guys get back to the cave. But uh, I know. Sorry, not to jump the gun. Sorry. The, no, the no, reason fine. is to the whole narrative is going to change. We're never going to get to the, the shrine ever. We're going to have to find another Kelly shrine, maybe. That's possible. There's multiples set up. It just has to be that one, I guess. Well, it's not the location that's the issue the timing but i mean if we the adventure takes us elsewhere we could find another killer uh, yeah maybe so if we go to half moon can we half heal her you know maybe she's <laughs> halfway put back to normal one two three four five <laughs> she six. can only speak in rhymes <laughs> seven to take us up to there basically yep so you guys just make a oh yeah. to the oh, i see uh, oh to here to the cave okay I will. Oh, crap. That was the entire map that I just moved. I love how you made us perform an impromptu funeral, Jace. Like, nobody wrote anything <laughs> for that. What were we going to say? Gosh dang it, dude. I didn't make you do anything. You're you're the ones who said that you wanted to bury him. No, you know what you did. You know, yeah. I was expecting you to just toss him to the bushes. <laughs> be done with it. That's yeah. how we truly felt about him. That's how I felt. <laughs> the hood wall? Who's that? Right. I oh, did, I did make sure I allowed Aiden to say his name properly in death. One last gift that the Hoodwall will never know about. <laughs> so. What, what's that? What is that indeed? Oh no, uh, it's uh, not mine. I'm really just not in the mood, buddy. <laughs> like, there are some times where I just want to do something else than what you make us do, and it's kind of like, why? Oh, How much time passed with that funeral? An hour and a half. Oh, so 
We did not rest. We're just going. All right. You would have you would have had time to heal yourselves up with any healing items that you had. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't have had time to do like a rest. Okay. Because it was in the morning when you when all this happened. Because you had waited overnight so that you could take the full day to to make your way to the caves. So right. by the time you get to this particular location, you're more than halfway towards the caves. We're and, coming. Uh, here. You are coming. So, can you see the blue box in the center? No. No. Yes. Can you see it now? Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, place yourself somewhere in that box. <laughs> I don't oh, want no. to. I don't what think if, I will. What if I told you? No. <laughs> also, I'm I, still I don't not think I will. Healed? Are we I just going to say that like we had the healers at camp help us out? I gave yeah, you back so, the wand, by the way. Yeah, yeah Aubryn could have channeled. Uh, I believe she can channel. How many times can she channel, actually? Five times for 3d6 each time. I don't wow. So. Yeah, no, she's level nine. She you can admit. channel. She leveled up with us, didn't you know? She resurrected to Hood Wall. Oh, oh. She, probably she, can channel, she can channel five times a day. No, that's right. So I you didn't believe me. Uh, three channels worth. One is plenty, actually. Not for Theros. One of you is very, very far down. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, And then she could also do a a cure light wounds 1d8 plus 3. That's fine. That's good. Okay. So yeah, she could have done that when she's... Like, that would have happened pretty early on. She saw that you were super wounded. She would have gone ahead and, and done that. So... Pretty much everybody would be almost at full, at least. You can sling uh, another use of the wand if you want to. I'm all right. I'm two points. We're good. Uh, yeah. So, as you guys are walking down the the path that you have taken to the caves a couple times here now, you get to a spot that is between a couple different like hills. Uh, they have it's kind of like you're going into a ravine or coming out of a ravine um, and following this trail towards the the rocky area where the caves are located I have a question about that where a question about that where's all the people they would be behind you I'm not going to put them all on the map but they would be like over here am I on the right layer no no over here okay to behind okay. you, like trailing you guys. I imagine you guys are taking right. the okay. lead. So we're going was... this direction. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay. It was backwards in my head because of the map, and then also I was going to say if there was a ravine, like in my head, we would have two lead the front and two take the back through the ravine, so we could see what was going on. So that was going to add some complexity to the dynamic. <laughs> um, but if we're here, that's fine. Well, that could have been your plan, but as you guys are approaching it, I want everybody to roll perception. Um, favored terrain only I have on, so... Nice. I, I leave the discernment. Is it a magical beast? I didn't say it! <laughs> if it is, it's too high. <laughs> One higher. My rolls continue to be just fantastic. No, it is too high. It is actually too high. It's a lot. Wow. It's that stupid oh. cat. Hey. <laughs> Good show. Good show. At least Theros. Nice. Okay. So, as you guys are approaching this ravine, uh, Theros 
is keeping an eye out and Aiden kind of turns to address everyone and he's about to explain his plan to have two people go up front, two people go behind and as this is happening, Theros you see at the top of the ridge uh, across from you you see some movement and just popping up are these two fellows who are you can tell with that perception roll 28 you can tell immediately that these are hobgoblins and they have bows drawn and they're ready to lease lease arrow loose arrows loose arrows at you and there's going to be a surprise round as they take their shot and only theros will be acting in the surprise round okay do we need to roll initiative though yeah there's going to be initiative (laughs) chase yeah there's gonna be initiative (laughs) that's gonna happen oh no come on they fire they one fire one shot and then run away rolled a four (laughs) look at that typical or an initiative five and theros (laughs) we're usually pretty slow Nice. I swear, okay. Justin, your your freaking Patrick Star picture blinks at me. I swear it. Okay. Maybe it does. So let's put them on here too now. And I oh. can remove this box. A whole lot of stuff. Yep. What is that? Yeah. A dog? It's gonna be fun. Oh, it is a dog. It was just weird. Yeah, a picture. It's of, a dog. <laughs> it's turning its head toward this tail, and I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. So, at the top, we're going to have, as you guys get to this ravine. Oh well, Sarah's gone. I probably should wait for her. Yeah. Sarah, you're holding up the stream. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you talking about me? Yeah, I was. I was talking. I was talking real bad about you. I do that. Wait, why? I'm not in the surprise round. <laughs> yeah, but he's gonna describe something. I was just oh, geez. Yeah. So as you guys are walking up towards this ravine and you're about to get prepared to walk through it, uh, about half a dozen hobgoblins appear, like on the ridge or around you from the trees and bushes, and they all yell out simultaneously in a in a war cry as they charge towards you and. This one's going to go first. It's going to walk to a bee about here and is going to direct her companion to go over to here. Then the people up there on the ridge are going to take two shots. They are going to take shots at Volus. Well, no, one's going to take a shot at Volus. The other one's going to take a shot at Theros. Prob- you they both have one. partial cover, right? Because those people are in the way, well, right? Here's the, the ledge situation. doesn't give them any kind of height advantage, right? That's definitely not a thing. <laughs> Stop. Uh, that Stop, is Josh. Shut up, Josh. I think they're 15 feet up, if I'm reading this map correctly. Yeah, that was my assumption. I was just trying to play, you know, play it up. Yep. Unfortunately, being that high up, they have a very good view of you, despite their allies being 10 feet away. Of both of them? 
Yes. Okay. Fine. 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 Play it by the rules. If that's what you want to do. Okay. And uh, actually, no. These guys go first. These the normal hobgoblins go first. So one's going to charge right up. The other one's also going to charge right up. And they're going to make an attack once against Volus, once against Aiden. Flat-footed AC. Yep. I've got it here. Against Volus with a charge bonus that is a 16 flat-footed. Yes, that'll hit. Okay. And against Aiden, flat-footed, that is a 19 with the charge bonus. Should have flipped him around. I would have saved against the 16. That'll hit. Okay. So Volus is going to take four points of damage, and Aiden is going to take five points of damage as they swing their long swords down. Then it is the people up there on the ridge, and now that some people are in combat, do they have precise shot? No, okay, so they're actually not going to attack them. One is going to attack Nyarius, and she's not in combat, and the other one is I guess going to attack Theros because he's closest. Even though he's still technically in combat, so he's going to take a penalty on that. So the one against Nayari, no firing into melee penalty. And you can't be flat-footed? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be this is against your normal AC that is a 24. I don't know why you need to ask. <laughs> well, I asked before I looked at the die, and the die was a natural 19. So, um, And then the one against... Actually, no, it's higher because... Wait... What's their favorite enemy? Okay, no. No, you're good. Uh, And then the other one is going to take its shot at Theros, but it's going to take a penalty because it's firing in the melee. Ooh, another natural 19 for a 20. Oh, of course. So, Nayari is going to take eight points of damage, and Theros is going to take three points of damage. Lucked out on that. And... At the bottom of the round, it is Theros and Volus. It's this still a surprise round, so you get a standard or a move action. You talking to me? I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, you get a standard or a move. You and Volus. Um. Yes. So Theros is going to cast Sickening Entanglement up here, somewhere where it won't be within range. Uh, <laughs> of us <laughs> or at least can maybe just barely catch these three hobs within yeah. the the tangle of weeds and thorns and thistles that is a uh, 40 foot radius spread Okay, a range of 400 feet plus 40 feet per level so that's plenty so let me put an aura on that. So 40 foot radius. Oh, they have diameter. They go by diameter now. Oh, that's uh, weird. Is that right? Uh, 10, 20, 30, 40. No, they, it says diameter, but that is not diameter. <laughs> okay. I don't know why they do that. And this can be controlled by everybody. Okay. Wait, so go ahead and move that. What? Just maybe back, back a little bit more right there so that I'm not in it. I was going to say, I think that's just a bit tad cheap. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. 
40 to there, 45 to there. Okay. Okay. So you cast that. Uh, do they have to save immediately, or is it on the end of their turn they have to save? Uh, fortitude save. Oh, uh, any creature that enters the area or ends its turn there must succeed at a fortitude save, or this or be sickened as long as it remains in the area, and for one d four rounds afterward. This is Chase, a poison is that effect. Too Are you okay with that? <laughs> what is that? Two cheese to catch the dog in it too, or because it can go there or there. You guys can place it wherever you want. I'm just trying to see, do they have to save immediately or is it on the, on the end of their turn they make the save? They do. It functions just like Entangle. Yeah. Okay. So Entangle is... Creatures that move into the area must save immediately. There's regular Those Entangle. They almost... Um... Yeah. Yeah. Creatures in the area of effect or those that enter the area. Okay. So you take it right away. So that is a couple saves. So we will do the scouts up at the ridge first. This is a reflex save? Mm-hmm. Okay, reflex is their best save. So 23. Pass. They also have to succeed at a 21. fortitude save or be sickened as long as they remain in the area. Okay, 23 and 21 for the scouts. So they have to make both. So if they succeed at the reflex save, they still need to make the fortitude save? It looks mm-hmm. like it. Okay. Yeah, because this is sickening and tangle. Yep. Okay, fortitude save for them as well. 11. Fail. 10. Both, both fail. fail. Okay, so they're both sickened, but they're not otherwise impeded. impeded. Correct. Yep. Down okay. here you have the man and the dog. Okay, let me put sickened on their sheet. I'm and sure that won't reduce their <laughs> stats significantly. Theros is not in it, correct? Doesn't look like it currently. Can't imagine he cast a spell that right. caught him inside the radius. Is this square also not affected? I think it depends on if it's 40 feet. You'll have to do the measurement. Oh, I see what you mean. I'll do it that way. Uh, so we're going to do the dog next reflex. It's not. 20 exactly and fortitude the dog technically not in it oh so don't worry about the dog i think that's yeah it doesn't matter i think it still counts as being in it but that's fine okay so the what i don't know if it counts as being in it or not for that i can't remember the circle it doesn't matter really well i'm going by the distance tool gotcha that works so, if the distance tool says 45 feet, then it's 45 feet. Correct. So, th- uh, skipping the dog then, the person rolled a 28 reflex save and fortitude save is a 10. So, also sickened. Let me add that condition in there. Okay. So, that was your spell? Yes, that was which a spell. actually. Now that I think about it, you're in melee with a creature, so... I'll make an attack of opportunity. Go for it. Yep. Or you can always cast offensively. You just roll a concentration check. Caster level check. Yeah, but if you fail your check, the spell does not go off. Oh, okay. I'll just so take maybe the... you just want to take the hit. Yep. But if he hits you, you also have to make a concentration check or lose the spell. Oh. So I either make a concentration check... 
and risk it or risk getting the hit and lose it. So yes, and the, risk of the, losing it either way. The problem is that no matter where you five foot step, you'll still be within melee. I was I was, I was doing it all. I was like, wait. He I was know about it. to say, oh, you could just five foot step first, but then I'm like, no. What's the what's the roll for concentration? So. If you're casting defensively, I believe it is 15 plus double the spell level. If you get hit, it is 10 plus the spell level plus the damage taken. Yes. I believe. Off memory. And if you look on your caster sheet and you go under spells, you will have concentration added there. But if he misses you with the attack of opportunity, you're fine. Right. It's whether it's whatever you want to risk. Right. Statistically speaking, probably hoping he misses is probably more likely. Probably. I don't know. Uh. Because it's a spell level two. Yeah. So nineteen, and what's your concentration? Eight. So you'd have to roll eleven or higher. That is just about a fifty percent chance. Yeah. Yeah. And. His to hit is probably about 50%, but the DC after that will probably be lower, even if he did 8 damage. If he does less than 8 damage, the DC will be the same for the concentration check anyway. Same or less. So. Now, Jason, technically, I don't know if you want to go back on this, but technically he could move first, provoke, and then cast the spell, right? This no, is a it's surprise it's round. round. Oh, right. That's what makes the issue is this is still in the surprise round. So I would say if you want the spell to go off, your best chances are hoping that he misses. But you have low AC is the problem, so you probably won't. I don't know, man. It's your call. It's probably not the same either way. Who cares? I know. I could roll poorly. You could roll good. I'm going to leave it up to fate and just let Jason swing away. Alright. Okay. We'll see if if I had a throw on our side. If I had a camera to check my... This is a moment when I would, like, roll in front of the table. Oh, but, uh, you you want me to come chat. look at your roll? Actually, no, that's that's a good idea. I can just roll this in chat. Let me roll that in chat. Come on, roll 20. Be as mean to him as you are to us. There it is. That's there it is. is. Roll 20 never disappoints. <laughs> it okay. always knows how to disappoint yes. is what you mean. That is an 11 to hit, and you're not flat-footed because you've just acted, so I believe that still misses, even though even your AC is super low. Would be, it would miss, so we're good. Okay, Welcome so he to goes to swing at you, and, <laughs> and he unfortunately misses. So you do get the spell off, uh, and that's all all finished. And Volus has a standard or move action as well. He's going to take a one standard action of biting that uh, hobgoblin right in front of him. Yeah, take him okay. down. 20 Great will noise. hit. Good hit. Roll bad damage. Well, four damage. One, two, three, four. Okay, got it. That is the end of the surprise round. We are now in the first round of actual initiative. At the top, we have the two people here. The Whoops. The female hobgoblin here. Oh, higher than a 20, huh? Dog. Yes, they actually rolled very, very nice initiative. So she... Uh, this is difficult terrain. Uh, so she has to do a move action in order to move here. I'll provoke. No, it, it won't. will not provoke. It will not, because it's entering a space. And... 
Actually, she might not move there when she could instead move here. Or here. She'll move there. That so she's going to move. Well, no, no she, can go she the wasn't. Other way. Yeah, she's yeah. fine. Uh, and then she is going to throw a net at Theros. Oh, that's new. It is indeed new. So I believe this. I thought I looked this up, but I might be misremembering. For some for some reason in my head, I want to say that a net goes against touch AC. I don't know about that. Because it's a net. Range touch attack. Okay, good. That's what I thought. Hmm. So this is against your touch AC, which is probably not that much different than your normal AC. Oh, that might be a good roll. Yeah, 17 against touch. So it doesn't do any damage, but you are now entangled. So there's a lot of entangling going on in this combat. Ah, man. The one who tried to entangle becomes entangled. That's ironic. So I will um, copy and paste the paragraph here. So that is how you can get out of it on your turn. Um, Casting spells while entangled has a concentration check and what not. We'll get to that. But that was just her turn. So she moved through the net and uh, that will be it for her. What's that? Attack it with a slashing weapon, like a rope. Uh, You can look at the... You can read through the the net weapon and tell me. Because there's like four paragraphs there. Um, She is then going to direct her dog to five foot step a little bit further from the entanglement. And it's going to take a bite at Orin. And if history tells us anything, this should be a critical (laughs) threat. (laughs) But instead, it is a natural one. Yeah, boy, you finally turned it around, Justin. So that misses. I had no control over that. Patrick, it's okay. Uh, And Aiden, it is actually your turn. You rolled the highest initiative of the group. And you are currently... Uh, engaged with a hobgoblin. Yes, and all of the people are here. Yeah, they're they're in that direction. As soon as the combat started, they all like grouped up and huddled behind trees. Uh, certain people took lead, so like Tydell took a couple, uh, Larosa took a couple, Aubryn has a couple, but she's too far away to really see what's going on. She's uh, blind, she can't. Well, he would have shouted out like, Archers, find cover! As he takes his turn five foot step grabbing out that awesome great sword gonna go with that two-handed power attack hopefully get a cleaving finish that'd be pretty cool and we're gonna lay into this hobgoblin okay uh, do i want the great sword i guess i got that new plus one dagger but mm, yeah i'm actually gonna go mm, 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 for that plus one dagger although that will change everything nah it's too much time to figure all that out that's so boring so we're just gonna go with the two-handed greatsword as I know and love curses (laughs) well if you had flipped those numbers around it would have been pretty good (laughs) 
<laughs> the 22 damage for the attack roll and the 8 to hit for the damage. <laughs> um, but no, that uh, an 8 is going to miss. That was 5 foot step, a standard action, any move equivalent you want to do? Okay. I think so. In that case, Nayari, it is you. Okay. You are not being threatened by anyone, so if you wanted to run away, you could do so perfectly fine. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Nice. Okay. And then. Good choice. Uh, I don't think that's gonna do it. Sixteen just misses. So what does the Butter. poison do to them? Sickens them. Andrew? Sickens them. It's a minus two it's on like what basically to us everything. With the stinky troglodytes. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Yep, I went and put the sickened <laughs> condition on them, and it was less than fun. <laughs> Looking at all the numbers dwindle. Well, sorry, not sorry. Party, pal. Yeah, yeah sorry. not sorry. We just went through a stinky trog cave. Yeah, but each of us only has one person to worry about. He's got a bunch of people, so I feel bad That's about true. that that That's leg true. work, <laughs> but I don't feel bad about what I did. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, and uh, that's your turn, move and uh, standard? Correct. Okay. It is now the normal Hobgoblin's turns. Uh, this guy can't really get into a flanking position with anybody, so he's not going to. <laughs> um... He is going to take a swing at Volus, and the other guy is going to take another swing at Aiden. Gonna maybe reposition just a little bit. Actually, no, he's going to reposition up there. Uh, so we'll do the attack against Volus first. Nope. And the attack against Aiden. Probably not because they have a lower to hit because of the. No, these guys are not second. Good. Don't you touch my bear. Ah. Uh... No, it's only a 16 to hit Aiden, so that's still going to miss. So that's a miss on both of their turns. It is now the archer guys up here. So they are not entangled because they saved, but they are sickened because they failed the other save. They're going to take both of their attacks at... Bleh. Um, going to roll a d6. Uh, 1, 2, Theros, 3, 4... Volus, 5-6, Orin. Okay, so one's going to attack Volus. And one's going to attack Orin. So we have an attack against Volus and an attack against Orin. So, favorite enemy against Volus. What? Yep, favorite enemy animal. Um, which is going to make that... Crap. Huh. They like fighting bears? Better, you better take care of my bear dwarf... <laughs> That's me saying that, not Theros. <laughs> <laughs> they should be shooting at that dog. It's an animal. It's only a 17. 17 will not hit. I know. Beefy Volus! Yeah. Because the favorite enemy bonus basically just cancels out the sickened penalty. Whew. Oh, that was a lucky spell there. Well, <laughs> attack against Oren. Uh, he is not an animal. <laughs> well, yeah. some might argue he is. That is a uh, eighteen. No, sir. Yeah. I <laughs> is that flat-footed though? Uh, 
Oh yeah, you're right. That is flat-footed because he ha- he didn't act in the surprise round, and he has doesn't matter. Till 19, flat-footed. Okay. Well. Ooh. Tanky boy. Tanky boy. I don't like the fact that you got my hopes up. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> Dwarven cheeks. Well, that is their turn. Uh, they were actually aiming for Oren's butt, and it just bounces off. <laughs> he just clenches. He's like, ah! <laughs> I am rubber. You are glue. Well, they're going to stay up there, so that means the end of their turn, they have to make another reflex save, right? Yeah. Also, uh, can somebody roll a d4 in chat to see how long that sickened lasts? It lasts oh, yes. for as long as you're in the, the circle. It's not until you're out of the circle that the d4 goes away. Yeah, is the way that it. But there you go. It'll be three rounds after you leave the circle. Leave the circle. So those archers are going to have a a sickle time. Unfortunately, their saves are decreased by the sickened. So the first one rolled a fourteen, and then the second one rolled a twenty. I don't know what the DC is, but fourteen probably fifteen. Okay. Actually, I think it's sixteen, isn't it? Because it's a second level spell. Uh. And entangle the first level, so I think your second level DC is 16. Josh, you're on mute, bud, if you were trying to talk. Okay, first of all, yes, uh, Justin is right. It is afterwards. Second of all, yes, Sarah is right. The DC should be one higher. Two, I do not think that they get another fortitude save. I didn't have them roll another fortitude save. They get a reflex save, which is going to be 16 is the DC. Yes. Also, about nets... No, but also yes. By using the sunder rules, you can sunder the net, and it will have an AC three plus its size modifier. Which is yes. Stupid. Yeah, you can sunder, but sundering provokes. Uh, anyways, that is their turn. One of them did fail and got entangled, as you can see by the snail icon. Snail. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Orin, it is now your turn. You are being attacked by this bloodhound. I'm getting out of here. And Orin runs into the forest. Uh, I love when Orin pulls out that voice. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, that's on the dog in front of me. Okay, 15 against the dog misses. Would have been nice damage, though. How much armor does a dog have? It looks like it has leather armor at the moment. It's oh. like those Skyrim dogs. Oh, yep. or no, it is a, Fallout. It is actually Both. an armored dog. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Just invented as a joke, but <laughs> it's like, like oh wow, that, that's amazing. That, that's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I'm done. I'm not moving or anything, so I'm done. Okay. And Theros and Volus, it is your turn. Theros, you are entangled. Uh, yeah. So since your entanglement isn't like stuck to the ground, you can still move at half speed. Because unlike the entanglement spell, the net isn't like attached to something that is holding you down. It's just wrapped around you. So you can still move at half speed um, and otherwise have the entangled penalties. Yeah, uh, and I imagine the entangled will screw with my casting too. Yes, if you try to cast while entangled, you have to make a concentration check. Ah, yeah, let's not do that and waste some spells. Um... You can escape with a DC 20 escape artist check, which is a full round action, or a DC 25 strength check, which is also a full round action. I'll try escape artist, I guess. That's uh, the best option I believe I have, because I'm not very good, not very strong. (laughs) 
Uh, so I just okay. click the escape 40. artist skill? Yeah. Okay. Ah! Oh, so close. So close. Dang it. And yet, and yet so far. 19 <laughs> is not going to do it. So you're full <laughs> round. <laughs> trying to get this net as you flail around. Aww. Uh, Volus, however, still has his turn, and he is not entangled. <laughs> Volus could laugh. He'd just be snorting right now, <laughs> seeing Theros floundering. Um, yeah, who's floundering now, Nayari? Anyway, uh, Volus is going to continue attacking the Hobgoblin in front of him with all three attacks. Okay. Let me take a look at this thing. Good, at least Volus is rolling decently. Okay, 17, 18, 20, all of those hits with an AC of 16. Yeah! So this thing takes damage. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. It then takes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Goes unconscious. Takes another 1, 2, 3, 4. He's dead. Yes. Well, yeah. Good bear. Okay. Okay. What, I didn't know if we could rule that as like, um, if he went unconscious on the second hit, yeah, if he could, could five uh, foot and hit the dog or the other thing. But That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, he I could do that. I, I was thinking that he could, since there was nobody nearby, but he could five foot step and here or here. I don't think Volus has yet to attack a downed creature. I think he knows to just move yeah. on. I was muted. It depends. Yeah. Chanting that. Hey, let him five foot step. Let him five foot step. <laughs> we could we could leave it up to chance, and I could. Theros could have given him the the in his entangled condition if he could have told him to switch targets. I think <laughs> we'll, or Theros has enough time while he's floundering to be like, attack that one. All right, I'm gonna roll Thanks. a one d one hundred. If it's above fifty, he'll attack. Uh, one he'll go and attack another creature. Otherwise, he'll just kept gnawing on the. the the okay. unconscious hop. Ah, uh, no. All right. Well, no. just cootie gras that that hop. I actually, I like that ruling. I, I think that's a good one. I think disagree. that was nice. That was that. Was I, I appreciate I like the that. flavor. Yeah, but I want I like that. that. I want that juicy damage to go through. I mean, <laughs> I, I, weird I, that think... I don't feel very threatened by these hobgoblins. <laughs> like, be quiet. Stop it. Stop don't it. Don't you dare. He's got Stop it. something in his back pocket. He always Every does. Every time this we underestimate. And yes. then you see seven storm giants come out of the forest. <laughs> oh my word! Oh my A portal word. to the darklands opens. Yeah, right. Jorgar <laughs> just in. flood out. I'll okay. be back. <laughs> so that was Volus's turn. He wrecks that guy. Uh, yep. Top of the next round, it's uh, the lady down here with uh, Nayari. Still sickened. So she is sickened for two rounds after leaving. So this is the first round she'll be out. Now, Theros rolled a no, d3. This is the, this is the oh. second round out, actually. Here, so she has... She rolled a d3, so she left immediately on her turn, and this is the second round. So another round in, of sickened after this, and then she'll be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she is going to take an attack at Nayari. She's gonna pull out a scimitar and with her favorite enemy, human, gonna take an attack at Nayari. I, I, th- I thought it was very interesting that Nayari went that Nayari went in because favorite enemy, human. So, let's see if I can hit. It basically just cancels out the second. So, maybe, maybe. Wait, maybe. Okay. Let me make sure I'm getting the bonus right. So, second is applied. Favorite enemy. That's twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
If she had improved critical, that would have been a critical threat. But she doesn't because we're not super high level yet. I said there's a lot of things that if she had, it would be a lot worse, but she doesn't. So you take five points of damage. I'm ready to get hobgoblins added to that list of favorite enemies, though. As she then steps this way. Five foot step. That's her turn. She's going to have her dog continue to harass Oren. See, he planned this out because he knows I get the favorite enemy bonus against the hobgoblins. So I have to deal with this (laughs) stupid dog first. (laughs) I wish I could say that I planned that. (laughs) He says, I wish I was that clever. Uh, Natural two, so... That hits. Dog misses. Yeah, right, it hits. And at this point, it's going to move like here, I guess, because that is where it started out. And so it's just going to move back to where it started out because that is still not within. Yep. So it's fine. Aiden, you're up. You're still looking at this guy whom you missed horribly last round. And again, again, this round. 10 is not going to do it. Do you want to move or do anything? Okay, five foot step. Five foot step to get between him and the peeps. Dude, you need to be switching those rolls around. We already discussed this. I uh, (laughs) went over this. (laughs) Okay. And Nayari, you're up. This thing just, uh, this this female hobgoblin just attacked you. Yeah. Dumb. Probably scared you off. Hobgoblin. I'm gonna destined strike this bad boy. Cats Okay. Okay. Uh, 27. That will hit for 8 for points eight of damage. Slashing. 8. Okay. 8 points of damage. That's her just growling in the background. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And is that your turn? You want to move or do anything fancy? Yeah. Um. Let me think. Was this square in second? No, it wasn't, right? No, that's that square is safe. Okay. Um. This is gonna be dumb. I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna move and provoke. Don't do it. Okay. Actually, I'm gonna try to acrobatics. Okay. Just for kicks. Sixteen. I don't think that's sixteen. No. Uh, You still move, but she will get her attack off. Okay. It's one lower than last time. Yes, that hits. Yeah, twenty-one to hit. Okay. You will take... Where's my... Four points of damage. Okay. That's not too bad. Favorite enemy is basically the only thing that's giving her any damage here. Okay, so you moved there. Uh, You already attacked. That is your Mm -hmm. turn. Next up, it is the one remaining hobgoblin up here by Aiden. He's gonna try to hit you again, I guess. Has been uh, pissing me off, man. <laughs> Where'd he go? Where'd who go? I didn't move on top of him. Oh, 
Right. He just Which... piggyback rides the hobgoblin. <laughs> oh. That is a natural 20. That's not good. So he's going to try to confirm. Roll your confirmation. What are you doing, dude? I don't. I don't know what? why he keeps moving. Who? What are you? Aiden you is just like. I'd run it around. No, he's back oh, now. Now he's back. Yeah, he's chilling. <laughs> you guys are just on I... a bit of a delay. I don't think that's gonna. No, that's a fifteen to confirm. So it, no. it's not a critical hit, but yeah, you do suffer five points of damage. Not when you said that, I thought you were gonna add something else, but you do suffer from bleeding effects and poison or something <laughs> like that. But you do, you do suffer <laughs> damage. <laughs> okay, so it's now going to be the scouts' turns up here. Uh, one of them is entangled. Which I will have to put on her sheet now, actually. Add condition. <laughs> Entangled. Oh, that doesn't actually change the attack roll. Oh, no, no it does. There it goes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that changes the attack roll. Yeah, especially okay. as an archer. Okay, that's unfortunate. Um, what is the check to try to get un entangled it's a move action to make a another save or a strength check an escape artist it's a you can attempt to break free as a move action making a strength or escape artist check dc is the dc of the spell okay well i guess there's no harm in trying so the one that is entangled will spend the move action trying to escape with a strength check yep Natural 18 plus no. 2 is a 20. Okay, so I can take off that horrible entangled condition, which was just <sighs> killing my attack roll right there. Okay. And then they are going to take attacks. One is going to take an attack at Theros. One is going to take an attack at Volus. So the attack against Theros... Shucks. Yikes, that's not a good roll for me. Um, that was a roller coaster. That's only a 10 to hit, but Entangled might lower your DC enough. What is your... At 14, your my, oh, my AC is yeah, 14. Yeah, you're 14 with Entangled. What's Entangled do again? Uh, entangled... I think you lose your dex to AC. Um... Uh, you, you take, take a minus four penalty to dex and a minus two on attack rolls. Right. Yeah, so, so just just a minus two to your AC. Unless you have the entangled condition on in roll 20, they'll add it for you. I, I, I don't have it on, but uh, th- okay. that's not going to hit. Okay. So there's a miss, and then the yeah. one against Volus with favorite enemy. They Natural four. Oh, there. Fire. So I don't... Fire iron butt cheeks anymore no no (laughs) oh is it too hard to hit me you're taunting him that's dangerous i don't dare taunt jace anymore well it's because he really wants frampton so he's like please kill Oren. so they both miss on their turns at the end of their turns they make their save Same roll for each of them. They're both entangled. He still has a uh, snail on him. Oh, wait, they're entangled. Yeah. Again. Okay. Uh, and then after them, it is Orin. Come here, puppers. 
<laughs> Come here, boy. I'm not gonna Come hurt you. Poppers, <laughs> I ain't gonna hurt you. <laughs> gonna give you the war hammer. Oh no, man, thirteen's uh, not gonna hit. It reminds me of when I was playing some Kingmaker the other day, and I literally sat there for five minutes as my character and their characters just missed. And I was on times two speed, just miss, 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 miss. I was like, oh my gosh, can this end, please? <laughs> <laughs> and unless you would like to move, Oren, it is Theros and Volus's turn. Uh, move. Okay. Yeah, I want to move. Whoops. This oh, animals way. were actually in the process. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had a full move action, didn't I? You could take a full move oh, action. Oh, but then I'll get an attack opportunity. So yes. I'll go right there. Yep, I'm good. Okay. Five foot step up there and Volus and Theros. Theros going to try and escape convict. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Escape artist check again. Well, yep. I did say you. you well, yeah. You oh, that's terrible. What was that? Could you? Is it, you could attempt to attack it too because you won't provoke anymore because it's dead. I thought that was a strength check of 25. Could you no, imagine if you like, can do what's called a sunder, so you can use your scimitar to slash at the ropes and cut yourself free. Oh, I thought a sunder However, was like you a special ability. you would have to deal ability. enough damage to bypass its... You'd have to... Yeah, you'd have to deal enough damage to actually break free of it. Correct. But its HP is 5, so you'd have to deal 5, assuming it didn't have DR, which I don't think rope does. Yeah, but it does have an AC still, so... AC 3. Well, it's probably still better. I thought you said it was five plus its size modifier. Three plus size. Okay. So and medium doesn't I would have, modify it. I would have tried to do that then. Can I retroactively do that? I thought Sunder was like a special ability that only some people could do. Improved Sunder makes it so you don't provoke, but anybody can take any combat move, movement action. Yeah, you can make an attack rule at it. Do you want to just use that roll then, Jace, or do you want him to roll another? And I'll double check the AC while you decide. I th- I bet you that roll would probably fail. It would have failed. Yeah, that would still fail. But so yeah, we'll just keep that. I guess we'll play it play it fair and square. I okay. W- I won't let anyone in the comments say that Theros was playing unfairly. <laughs> we don't cheat like Oren. I don't remember what he cheated about last time, but there was something. I remember. My divine eagle. I still have what? Oh, right. Dark vision. (laughs) You do still have all of Volus. Yes. Um, Tell Volus to attack the the druid, I guess. I think so. It is ten. You're the druid. Yeah, they're ten. (laughs) Maybe a ranger. Plus or it. that's true. She could be a ranger, or he. I don't know what it is. Jace, but, I was wrong. It's ten plus three plus <laughs> size modifier. Is how it works for determining the AC of objects. Okay. That would be thirteen. Volus so is going to move up in to attack this hobgoblin. Yep. And he's going to bite. Okay, twenty-four is going to hit. Good. That'll play. Good That'll bear. play. Eight points of damage. Okay, got it. Again, Volus, always the best part of my kit. <laughs> Could you imagine and if they were trying to kidnap Theros? Like, they threw the net on him to try and steal him. Right. It's probably because of his elf magic. <laughs> right. Trixie's elves. <laughs> okay. It is now... Uh, 
her turn and the dog's turn. And there's a thing that I want to do. I think I can do it. So basically, I want her to five foot step up, ready in action to attack, and then have the dog get into flanking position using acrobatics to try to avoid attacks of opportunity, and then have them both attack with flanking. Uh, yes, because you rolled their initiative separately. That would work. Yeah, because the one is an animal companion, so they act together. So I'm just having her move up ready, standard action, uh, and then having it move. So it still has to make an acrobatics check to avoid the the AOOs. Yep. Which might fail. Um, What's it against? It's against Orin's CMD. Entangled, you can't make a tax of opportunity. What? As when you're entangled, you can't make a tax of opportunity. Well, no, it's it's just it's moving so that Orin is the only one that would threaten. Not theirs? Am I looking at a different map? It started here. Yeah. Boom! 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 Oh, okay. It never has to go into a threatened square of Theros. Gotcha, I see it. So that is a 22 against your CMD. Yeah, no, that's okay. good. You're good. So this dog agilely runs past you, gets into a flanking position, and they're both going to take one attack against Nayari. So ready to action first with favorite enemy human. So that? this, who's who this is the goblin? Yes, she misses with a natural one, and then the okay. dog also misses with a natural four. Lucky. And Aiden, it is your turn. You're still being uh, pretty much overwhelmed by this one hobgoblin up here. I wouldn't put it that way. I not get a hit in. I mean, he's kind of yeah, you're he's, overwhelmed. He's, he's kind of hit you like twice. Ooh. There it goes. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> that'll kill. Him. Devastated. Okay, that uh, will kill him, yeah. <laughs> he's he's having to dance around so much because one hit from Iden's just going to cleave him. <laughs> yeah, that is the case. Yep, 22 damage will do it. Um, You have a move. I do have a move. I'm trying to think how I want to use that effectively. What is my move? That would take 25 feet to get there. That's too bad. Nayar, you will be up next, so think about what you're going to do. Oh, I have been. Um, thematically, he's going to just charge right in. Okay. Uh, Nayar, you're up. Doing that. Okay. I was gonna do something and now I don't know if it makes sense to do it. Did I get in your way? No, 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 no. They messed up my idea. So I was thinking, I don't know if it makes sense, and maybe I shouldn't like talk about this because it's metagaming, but I was gonna either cast Mage Armor on Volus or Theros. But I don't know if that makes sense right now. Um, it's better just to hit them and try to kill them. It's better to hit them, I think, honestly, because you're going to provoke. Unless, oh, it's the wand. So it's the wand. Have, you don't have to worry about the wand, but... I don't know. It's a toss-up. drum. I, I guess we'll let it go another round and see what happens. I will try to attack 
the goblin again. Okay. Balls. 16 is going to miss. Uh... Uh... Hmm... Sorry, I just got the picture. Like all this is happening, and Theris is still like, "Come on, it's net." <laughs> That's it, Sarah. Okay. What? Oh, That's I can't. A... I don't think you can. That's probably you. Like, can. You know when you. Well, you... you know I mean, when you. I don't know. Flavor stump. I mean, well, it's a it's a cut off tree, so it's not like it's. Like Would a... I get a bonus to hit being higher? <laughs> no, it's not that high. Oh, okay. <laughs> can I move there or no? Yeah, you can move on to that. It's just stepping up on top of it. Okay. If anything, it makes you easier to get hit by the archers. I don't uh, think so. Okay, and after your turn, it is the archers' turns. They're both going to move action, try to break free. That is a 16 and a 17. Against uh, the strength. It was DC 16, I thought it was. So, yes. So strength check. It might have been because it's a level I... two. Is it a level two? It's DC fifteen, level one. So level two would be DC sixteen. Right? Okay. Yeah, it was either sixteen or seventeen. Uh, so they both rolled high enough to succeed. Um, one of them is going to take a shot at Volus. The other one is going to move half speed up. So the attack against Volus with favorite enemy is going to miss with a natural five. And at the end of their turns, they're both going to roll to save. So the one that took the shot, he's going to try to roll. That's going to fail with a natural three. The one who's moving is going to roll reflex. Natural 17, so he's fine. That is their turn. Orin, you're up. Yeah. Is this within the second? How far away is the spell no, effective? That, it's not? No, you're good. All right. Well, then the one's going to come down here. It is. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not. Nope. Yep. You're good. Okay. Well, you can move through allies. Or, um, <clears throat> yeah, you can move through there, too. So it's all good. It's all so, above so board. You, you move up next to the hobgoblin. Yep. Okay. Yep. 21. Will Plus hit. Two. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The squeaky inflatable warhammer. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> chipping away at her. Chipping, chipping away. <laughs> so that was your move, your standard. Uh, next up, it is Theros and Volus. All right, I'm going to attempt to sunder this thing. Do I just roll just, an you attack? Know. You might want to move five feet back. Well, Sunder will provoke now that she's uh, there. So, I don't know what she wants can to do. Can I do a five-foot step? I don't and think you can five-foot step if you're entangled, can you? Yeah, you can. Because oh, no, you, you move at half speed. Oh, correct. Right. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's a move action. So, you basically can just attempt another escape artist like you have been. Oh, boy. Here I go escaping again. Escape is <laughs> higher to happen than your... That I rolled a one... <laughs> Wait. Negative? Oh no, you rolled a two. I was like, it didn't show up as red as a natural one. You just don't have a bonus to your escape artist. Yeah, what's your strength score? 
13. So you should be doing one. strength because it's more likely to break out since you don't have any rakes and escape artists. I do, but I think they're negated from entangled. Yeah, he technically would have a higher escape artist, but I think the mm. penalty to dex that he's taking is what caused it to go down. Oh. So you That's still should do strength, though. Kind of a catch-22. Well, no. I really like that. He should not do strength. He'd never succeed if he tried strength. Because why? Because strength is DC 25 and escape artist is DC 20. Oh, uh, I understand. So he at least has a chance to escape with escape artist. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> One out of 20, but, you know, I'll take it. Never tell me the well, odds. Uh, I mean, I can fire belly the, the net and try and burn it off of you if you want. <laughs> Volus is still good to go. Uh, I think yeah, uh, Volus is just going to do his thing. So five foot step. Yeah, he's yeah. looking beautiful. With flanking. flanking. All right, Bear, let's do this. <laughs> mm, not great. Okay, good, so... good. That's better. A Twenty uh, fourteen. Well, well, fifteen with flanking, right? Twenty-five. 16. With, oh, 16, sixteen with flanking for bite. Twenty-six with flanking for one of the claw attacks, and uh, 13, thirteen for the second. Yes. One of those does hit. So five points of damage. Okay, taking taking a lot of damage. That's Volus's turn. It is now her turn and the dog's turn. She can't move where she wanted to move anymore. Um, yeah, and I don't think there's any way to get flanking at this point. The way nope. you guys have set up, so... And you can't five-foot-step into the difficult terrain, so... She is going to take a... I'll roll a d4 going clockwise, starting at Warren. Thanks. Three, so it's going to be Nayari again. I mean, thematically, that makes sense. I expected her to, because yeah, she's a thought... favorite enemy against me. Yep. Yeah, I thought well, she was just going to well, into Or, um, Theros would also count. Because he's half. Yep. And the dog Rude. also rolled a three, so they're both going to attack Nayari. Awesome. Nice. So the dog is going to roll acrobatic. Oh, no, there's too many people flanking it. It's just going to five foot step. Well, of con, don't fail me now. So you can try the acrobatic. One attack, favorite enemy against Nayari. Natural three, that's a miss. And then the dog, natural one, miss. Ooh, we're getting some lucky rolls. Uh, Yikes. (laughs) Iden, you're up. (laughs) Okay. This guy is an annoying piece of garbage. Um, but I can't <laughs> do what I want to. Also, Theros, just remember, all of the people are watching you flounder in this net right now. Yeah, every single every single person is watching the hero oh, of their map. <laughs> yeah, this is the first flounder. combat they've probably seen firsthand, and uh, it's really indicating what you guys are made of. Personally, I, I think it, it works flavorly that like he's still kind of stuck in there because he just had this like crisis where he says I hate fighting I don't want to fight and now it's almost right. like an excuse in his mind of, yeah. like oh he's not really trying yeah the it's stuck what am I gonna do <laughs> I guess I have to rely on my teammates oh my god my like, oh, is Morris, train, just though. keep attacking <laughs> oh man yeah. Let bears be bears, right? <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> um, here it comes. 
flanking is already added in. That's 17 against the dog. Okay. You bisect uh, it. Let me get to the dog. Nope, it's still alive. No, it's not. Yes, it, really? it is. That's a I, lot of HP. I, I want this dog. <laughs> it is a hardy little warhound, let me tell <laughs> right? you. Yeah, that's not that's not bad at all. And that was with flank added into that, so Yeah. Flank. You definitely hit it for a large portion of its health, but uh, it's still alive. Nayari's turn. I'll try to hit it. The dog? I nice. don't think that hits cuz that includes the flanking. I can't so you were roll above attacking the dog. Um, yeah, she was. Yes. Okay, that does miss. Okay, and you could move. No. Okay. Step somewhere. Okay, no. I'm glad you guys brought me along. I do so much for this group in combat. Most of the time. <laughs> when you know, uh, I think don't. most of the time my rolls are garbage. I mean, where I get rolls. stuck and I can't move, and then I get unstuck and then immediately get stuck again. At least <laughs> that you're was literally last flanking bonuses. Theros is literally tied up. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. At least, you have more, at least you have a higher Talos than uh, Eros. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the scouts turn. One of them continues to move off into the distance and disappears over the ridge. The other one moves uh, 15 feet and takes another shot at. Crap, you're all in melee. I forgot about them. Yeah, uh, we're like, we yeah, he'll, just, he'll just default to favorite enemy. He's going to take a shot at Volus. Ooh, natural 20. Roll to confirm. Show me the one. Eh, it's a 10 on the die. Uh, not entangled, so I can delete the entangled. So a 10 on the die plus favorite enemy. That's a, nah, it's only a 15. So... It is a hit, but it is not a critical hit, unfortunately. So you only take seven points of damage. Okay. That is their turns. Orin, it is back to you. Wing at the goblin in front of me. Okay. And your attack is a... 20 to success. hit. Success. 22 to hit, actually. Isn't 21. It? Sorry, it's only a plus one hatred bonus. Okay, 21 so, to hit. And the hatred bonus is on attack, not damage. Correct. It's on okay. attack, not damage. Mm-hmm. 10 points of damage. She is. Uh, I'm not going to bother what symbol. She's at zero. She's disabled. Oh, okay. She had 10 hit points. She's you get still alive. One more attack, huh? You yeah, are real happy about that. They probably have orc ferocity or something similar. Hobgoblin mm, they're not ferocity. orcs. They're hobgoblins. You have hob hob ferocity. Who knows? And then I'm I'm staying where I'm at. So okay. Theros and Volus, it is your turns. Oh yay! I can't wait to do another escape artist check. Maybe you might make it. You could get an at twenty. <laughs> nope. No. Nope, you didn't didn't make it. I haven't rolled no. above a four with with it. <laughs> I've been watching. I've been the watching. The first one you rolled like a nineteen. That was before Oh it did oh yeah, you're right. But I also didn't have the entangled thing on it, so it actually wasn't was a true. nineteen, it was Yeah. Seventeen. That's fair. But. That's true. Well, again, Volus, MVP. 
<laughs> he really yes. is, though. Volus can't can't do it though without battle music. Hold on, I I gotta get that restarted here. You all see Volus pause. <laughs> he's like editing playlists at the moment. <laughs> His eyes kind of flit around a bit. He looks up. He's kind of like waiting. He's, he's just like jamming. It's like, ooh, that I gotta add that to the playlist. Like, so I was looking it up. Like, yeah. He's a very jazzy bear. That track is oh jazzy bear. Like he just pulls out like a double bass and starts plucking. He hears take five for the first time somehow, even though being right. a fan of jazz, that's, he's just like, wait a minute. That's at her or him. Okay. The, the hobby. That will hit. Ooh, and she that, goes down. Yes. And five foot step here. Sure. And attack the dog with the other two claws. Okay. Very two nice. more attacks. That's a Twenty to hit the dog for four damage. And another 20 to hit the dog with four damage. Okay, wow. both of those hit. Dar- dog's not looking great. But it's still alive. Dang. It's still alive. He's fine. It is now the dog's turn, and seeing that its master is dead and most of the other people are dead, it is going to attempt to run away rolling acrobatics. Because it's just going to flee. Because, yeah, there's no... It can't withdraw without provoking from one of you. Yeah, exactly. Its route is also (laughs) going to be very important. I mean, it's probably not really a threat anymore if it was an animal companion. It's it's master's dead. No, it's going to withdraw. Oh, it will withdraw. You found a way? It's going to provoke from Nayari, but it's going to go for it. Hmm. It's headed would towards I, that giant book. Would I have gone flanking on it? No, because the provoking square is this one. Let me take that off. So it is not flanking. 21. 13 points of damage. Okay. Speculate. It it's died. like, never mind. <laughs> it, had, it had nine hit points left, and I was thinking yeah. maybe it could do it, but nope. Nine? It had oh. more HP than Volus. Dang. Yeah, it had 34. Whoa. Uh, it was boy. a hardy, hardy little warhound, yeah. Now that we gotta take turn. care of these poop heads up here. Iden, yep. you're up. The only creature you still see is one of yep. the guys up there on the ridge. Drop the bow. Switch to my longbow. You can drop the great sword and switch to the bow. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> And uh, we're going to try to hit him since I... Okay. Oh, wait. I do have rapid shot, actually. And but then... you moved, so... Well, I'm... Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> yeah. Would you shut up? So instead of what I did, I'm going to five-foot step, assuming since I'm aiming up that I, I have to shoot up anyway that they aren't in my way any more than this is in my way. Sure. Cool. In that case, I will rapid shot and take two shots off and try to hit him. Okay. So let me just uh, make sure I have rapid shot ticked on here. So it should do exactly what it's supposed to. Though rapid shot says 2d6 still, and that needs to be changed. It needs to be 1d8. Yes. Because I had it. You do not have gravity bow. Not anymore. Okay. Here it comes. Miss and rapid. The second one will hit, but the first one misses. Okay, so... 
two arrows get notched one real quick after the other as he takes a five foot step and another uh, dealing eight points of damage. Okay. <laughs> and Nayari, you are up. Um, I will five foot step here. Or here. Okay. Yeah, here. And I'll try to sunder the net. Okay. So that's a CMB. Yes. Yes. 19? Yes. Yes. So I roll damage yes. against yes. the net. Uh, and okay. obviously, as you would expect, Theros takes half of that damage. That is not obvious or what you would Seven. expect. Seven. You cut him out. That crit damage, though. Gosh dang, Sarah, you gotta roll that sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I have not rolled a natural 20 since the ranger readout against yeah. that, that. And when you did, you ended the encounter. Because yeah. 35. Like, holy cow. Yeah. Okay, well, you cut him out of the net. Cut him in half, and his hand flies off. <laughs> now you're like just father, like son. You match. So cute. Need a hand. <laughs> Need a hand. Okay, and with that, it is the <laughs> scouts' turns. We got Jason uh, to laugh again. Hey. <laughs> he very rarely breaks character. He's a, he's a man, a serious man before anything else. And unfortunately, he can't get all the way. So he's still going to have to make his reflex save. One, one, one. Ooh, natural 16. Ah, poop. Plus other modifiers. So he's good for now. The other one presumably continues running into the forest. Orin, well, yeah, I guess we can stay in, in initiative until he gets off the map. Orin, it is your turn. Okay. Um, with crossbows, am I able to... Pick some up, blow out. <laughs> am I able to shoot a crossbow the same turn I pull it out or not? It would be a move action to draw it, and then you'd have to load it. So you would not be able to fire it this turn, unless you had, like, rapid reload as a feat. No, I don't. So... Mm. Unless you have that feat that there's no way you took because you're a cleric. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Does a 30 hit? Of course it does. Um, I guess I'll just uh, move here. No. Here. Okay. Much better. I think that's, yeah. I, I stand right in front of Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, with your guys' combat sense, I could see that happening. <laughs> hey, that's rude. Right Watch your mouth. Okay. It was, it was meant as an insult. I was expecting it to be thrown back, but it wasn't. <laughs> I run over there, and then I taunt Li, Li Feng. Uh, okay. Li Feng, look at this. We killed the hobgoblins while you were hiding. Hiding in the corner like a little baby. With your you dwarven, get involved. <laughs> no. dwarven butt cheeks. Yeah. Uh, then I shake my butt at him. Does my hand hurt? I'm so sorry. While slapping it. I shake my butt and slap it while looking at him. Oh my gosh, that's the most ridiculous thing. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Theros and Volus, you're up. Alright. Theros no longer entangled. has nothing that he can do to help at this point. Now that he's, un, you know, not entangled. Uh, other than he could dismiss this to chase if we wanted to but 
This is uh, on a mountain ridge, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of a ridge there. I wonder what it would take for him, for this uh, hobgoblin down here to, to climb down it. Or is he going to go this way? To the... He's running away, I imagine. Yeah, it did not look like the other one climbed down. Okay. Then he's going to uh, dismiss entanglement. Okay. And he's going to move out of the way of his teammates there and call Volus as well in case they wanted to book it somewhere. Okay. Aiden, you're up. Actually, I'm going to move a little bit further so that if, if uh, Oren wanted to charge, I'm not going to be in the way. Oh, no, I am in the way. I'm there. Never mind. Um, couple of... Ferris is just like, ah, ah. sorry, <laughs> guys, of, sorry. Couple of questions. Um, do I have line of sight on him or no? No, because of, that's what I thought. In that case, I am going to. Can I run through here? I don't know. Maybe I can. Ah. Um, I don't have an angle to run, do I? Can run to there. Can I run to there? I don't know where there is. I don't see an arrow. Oh, you don't see an arrow. Yep. You, know this, you can this is, you can run where you just moved. Well, this is going to be easier if I. So I was because like, Volus is a tad in my way, but not too much in my way. I don't think. So I was wondering like there, 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 not there, not there. No. There maybe. You can move the seventy feet. Yep. Okay. So he'll start running. Okay. After him. Nayari, you're up. But I'm assuming he's going to get too far away. Decisions, so. decisions. Ah, da, da, da. So I can't see him? Correct. No. Where? The last just, you saw him would probably be on the ridge going that way. Is probably the last thing you saw. Like from if I move he... here, can I see him? No, it's it's a matter of angle. Right, this is 15 feet up. So if I move back? If you move back, you can maybe get a, a, a view of him. I'm trying to decide if I should try to shoot him more. Mm, I didn't think I, about that. I don't could... think that'll actually kill him, though. But I will Aim try. Aim for the kneecaps. Because <laughs> I don't think there's any way to catch up. Even though I'm pretty speedy. But. Whoa, 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 whoa. So I don't know from there if I have cover or anything. Would there be any penalties? I'd probably still give him partial, but you could at least take a shot at him at that point. There's no point, like, even if I went back 10 feet to be just in my range, there's really no way to avoid the partial, right? I don't think so. Well, shoot. Because he's not right on the edge anymore, so. Oh, you know what I did, Jason? I did Destin Strike when I wasn't raging earlier. I forgot that again. Oh, uh, take 27 hit point damage. It's a 16. That's a miss. All right, so. Not a that's... terrible roll, though. 
failure. And it is its turn. The other one continues running into the forest. This one runs into the forest off the map. And at that point, we'll drop out of initiative order. What is everybody planning on doing? You still have all the people back here. Well, if uh, if Aiden follows his normal suit that we've been doing, he begins impaling and nailing hobgoblin bodies <laughs> various trees around this area. <laughs> yeah, Josh she is muted. Josh is muted. a good time responding nonetheless. <laughs> no, not, not now. Not with people watching. Come on. Um, I'm going to take 10, assuming that the DC to climb this is 10 or 15. Um, I think uh, it, it I mean, look at the climb skill. Well, I knew you were going to say that, so I had it prepped to go. A 10, any surface with ledges to hold on to and stand on, such as a very rough wall or a ship's rigging, so probably not. Or 15, any surface with adequate handholds and footholds, natural or artificial, such as very rough natural rock surface or a tree or an unknotted rope, pulling yourself up and dangling by your hands. Sure, I would say it's a DC 16. <laughs> would you know? Would you really? I think DC 15 is appropriate. No, I'd let you Yeah, so get he, up there with enough time. Yeah. It would take yeah. you like a move at well, you move you climb at quarter speed. So um you climb at quarter speed. Yes. So you could get part of the way up. Yep. You didn't know Aiden had monkey fish, so he actually well, has a climb speed. No, he didn't. <laughs> we were also sure he didn't. dropping out of initiative, I assume, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it takes me three rounds to get up, basically. Yeah, but I just mean time-wise. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I'm somewhere... But you can, you can get up there, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, They're nowhere in sight. So just checking on... Okay, he's gonna walk over here. And uh, look, just kind of keep like a, a little bit of a bird's eye view, looking behind them as he assumes that they're going to gather the party together. Okay. Are these are is everybody dead? Dead? I'm sure you weren't rolling Constitution. Are we just assuming yeah, everybody's at this dead? Point, dead? Yeah, at this point, everybody is either escaped or dead. Okay, then I'm going to start seeing if there's any useful thingies on her. Okay, yeah. So I'll just... Go ahead. I was just going to say, Theros just uh, used the Wand of Cure Light Wounds on Volus to heal him, and uh, and he's going back to check on the rest of the survivors in the group behind us to make sure that they're all okay. None of them are hurt or were ambushed from behind without us knowing. Okay. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I didn't kind of getting up on purpose to just kind of keep like a, a crow's nest kind of look of our surroundings as best you can in the overgrown fangwood, but, you know... Okay. Yeah, so while you guys are all doing that, uh, Nayara, you find a couple things on her. Uh, we're going to hand wave all of the okay. spellcraft checks since you have everybody with you. So I will have to say, having DM'd for a little while, Oops. I think I have a new opinion. As in, I hate spellcraft checks. They're so annoying. They just slow down giving your PCs cool stuff when you want them to have cool stuff. It's like, here you go. Here's a belt of dexterity. Oh, you don't know what it is? Well, all right. I like Put it, it on. You feel I more can, dexterous. I like it because I can give you stuff and then say you can't use it. So. <laughs> I That's because you're a difference in style yeah there's a difference there for sure yeah so you find one potion of cure moderate wounds 
pure, not potion of cure mod. Okay. Yes, you find another set of masterwork studded leather, which you again probably have a couple. Yeah, of we at don't this want point. that. Uh, masterwork composite short bow. Um, masterwork scimitar. She still had two other nets that she didn't get to use. One cloak of resistance, and then uh, some other miscellaneous stuff like bed rolls and stuff and then eight gold pieces that's that's the extent of what she had on her the other two hobgoblins similar just like leather armor long sword basic gear nothing nothing too fancy on them okay okay then so anybody want cloak of resistance oh you found one yeah oh that's cool found a cloak of resistance mm-hmm what does that do? That plus. gives you a plus one to all your saves. Would not uh, work for you, I don't think, because you already yeah. have a resistance bonus. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, because I, I already get my domain bonus. So. Yep. It's you or me, Sarah, and I just got gifted tons of magical items, so I will allow you to take it. I mean, I... it's my permission to give. <laughs> I, I have a lot of magic stuff, too. I also have really bad saves. Probably oh, you did with him. You did get the constitution, uh, I think, about it, too. But, yeah, it's, it's chill. I'm not even there. Like, Aiden's not there, so. Can what Volus magic- wear a cloak of resistance? Jason, what magic what? items do you have other than the belt, out of curiosity? I, I don't remember Me? which ones you have. Yeah. I don't remember which ones you have. I have a plus one chain shirt. Yeah. And a belt of mighty constitution. And a masterwork battle axe. That's okay. it. Yeah, that's nothing. I have a ring of protection already. I have a masterwork breastplate. It's not magical, but... And then I have a plus one dagger, which I just got the belt, and that's it. And the bracers. And the bracers. The bracers are really big, so you're definitely down more than me. Okay. Cool. I'll get the next one. I mean... It'll, It'll give us four. It'll just take a little while. Okay. So I think that weighs Josh a pound. Potentially falsely assumes. How dare okay. you? So yeah, you guys all uh, scout out the area and uh, get any valuables here. Uh, everybody managed to survive. They're a little. Some of them are a little shook up, especially the two children. Um, but seeing you guys dispatch the enemy, you know they they calm down pretty quickly. Uh, and you guys are able to uh, gain control and, and continue your progress towards the caves. Yeah, Aiden will want to maybe mark these two trees here or, or, or mark it somehow so that he, if he ever doubles back, will remember where their skirmish was in case we want to like track them down. I mean, it'll be a day cold at the earliest, but... Okay. So... I was going to ask Theros a question. I can't remember what it was. If I remember correctly, though, for track, they actually have a way to set the DC based on how old Was it about the party? The people? No. Do you already have a master... Like, is your current cold iron scimitar masterwork? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Then I'm not going to keep this masterwork scimitar. And does anybody want nets? I don't really think we... They were trying to kidnap us. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. Does anybody need to take the potion of cure mod? Um, I'm I'm pretty healthy now at this point. 
Theros is, and so is Volus. How are you, Orin? Oh, I'm good. I haven't taken any damage yet. I did. I'm 10 down, so. Alright, I am 17 down, so. Oh, yeah, you do it. <laughs> Although, should I. S- I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna keep it, but save it, because I have no way of healing anybody if the healers go down, so I'm gonna back pocket that. I have a. Uh, I had prepared a spell of Cure Late Wounds. I could use that on you, Nayari, now. Um, yeah. I just want to make sure that we're not gonna get into a tight spot, because I'm at 29 HP, so I'm still I'm still good. Okay, but maybe, well, maybe we'll... insignificant, so that's why I just wanted to check in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm good for now. I just want to make sure that well, you're not going to need that for something more important later. So Understood. We can say that if this day kind of comes to a close, then we go to the caves, then maybe we can say that that happened before you lose the spell. I uh, looked it up, Jace, in case we ever do double act here. For each day, the DC will increase by one. And then you can also check there in the future for the track. It's either a 10, 15, or a 20 as the base, depending on the conditions of the ground. Rain will also make it bad. And obviously, if they move at half speed to cover their trail, but I don't think they were doing that. So, Okay. And I assume with that, you guys continue to the caves with yes, the people in sir. tow. Correct. And you're able to make it the rest of the way without running into any further uh, complications. Don't mind the screaming it's mushrooms, my boy. but it's very nice this time of year. Go ahead and take a look. You know, <laughs> They are a new security feature. Yes, they'll go off every single time, but you'll always know. You are a fantastic real estate agent. I'm just saying, <laughs> you are selling this right now. It's Thank basically you. your doorbell. Yeah. Right. The yeah, first time got- those things go off, everybody freaks out for a moment. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. Real estate agent Josh uh, drops yep. in like Tom Exposition. He just blips into the middle of the, of the story. <laughs> the, Don't the- you worry about this at all. This house will serve you real well. It goes through. It's like it's freshly been cleaned. No dead bodies ever. And it's uh, tip-top shape. It's got natural running water, a source of food. Crystals, beautiful interior design. Location, just, location, location. Yeah, I feel that's like, what they always say. I feel like Cleelash would really know all the details about this place, you know, to have yeah. all that info. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Except like, nobody can actually speak to him, so he's just yeah. given all these details. And Oren's like, "Oh, those are some really good points. <laughs> those are <some> really good." <laughs> okay, so yeah, you guys all make it to the cave here, and every everybody kind of gets up to the to where it is and you pull back the vines the mushrooms go (laughs) everybody freaks out but you're quick to assure them that it's perfectly normal nothing to worry about it just reminds me of those plant babies the mandrakes in Harry Potter (laughs) and you are able to usher everybody into the cave at this point it's taken pretty much the whole day uh, to get here so it's getting closer to night and uh Sure, you yeah. guys, everybody funnels in, and you have successfully moved everybody to the caves. Yeah, we set Yay, up- we finally did something of note. That yeah, wasn't we set terrible. No, no go zones. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is great. This is amazing. This is so, so much and At this point, we will no longer have to worry about NPC actions for a couple reasons I'll explain. One, that well 
provides all the water that you need, so you don't have to worry about that. Two, the stench in these <coughs> caves is caused by mushrooms that line the walls everywhere, and with your guys' perception, uh, survival checks, you're able to quickly identify that, yes, these smell really bad, but if you harvest them, boil them, and prepare them in the right way, they're actually edible, and they're not bad. Uh, and <laughs> Orin's like, yeah, this is pretty you, good. It's not bad. You get used to it. It's like yeah, blue so tea. You would basically have somebody spend their day harvesting the mushrooms, and for each person you do that, you get like two provision points per day type of a thing. So if you had like everybody do that, you'd get like 20 plus provision points a day without doing anything else. So you guys are basically set for food and water for the for a while. Um, <laughs> Except all the survivors are going to be like, we ain't had nothing but cave mushrooms for three stinking days. <laughs> I need myself some meat. <laughs> go for it, yeah, you could always go out and hunt for some meat, too, if you need it. There's no reason you can't do that still. No, they look at the kids and they're like, what well, about them? They're fresh. <laughs> Oh man, it's like we're watching what about them? Here, they're fresh. <laughs> no, you can't eat the babies. Don't do that. Have my arm. Little, they dead. don't. Their hands. What about their legs? They don't need those. Grilled baby hands. What, what are they smell? gonna do? Walk? Man flesh. The babies. <laughs> you know, man flesh. <laughs> I'm gonna show those men. We'll get those men. Guys, 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 guys! How we have devolved since our clean tag days. We are now talking about. Baby cannibalism. Oh Listen, no! Tough times in this survival. Listen, it's still world, clean. Right. It's there's nothing. There's nothing explicit about it. Only there's the strong to... will survive, Aiden. So I don't want to. It's nighttime, Jason. Yeah, at this point, basically. <laughs> All right. I, I know what my actions are that I'd like to do, but I don't know okay. what everybody else is doing. Um, I don't know if y'all are addressing the group or not. I'm making my way to the forge. Yeah, I want. Oh, I, I thought you were. With you. Like, I'm gonna go check out that Darklands tunnel again, guys. No, uh, no, no. I mean, we're gonna have to discuss that eventually, but no. Yeah, I don't want nothing coming up from the depths. Right. Well, I think that in Aiden's head, like he's gonna show Jet around to like, hey, this is a source of water, and hey, look, here are some mushrooms. <laughs> this is water. Like, <laughs> These like, are mushrooms. Like, like, look, Jet's got can, a notepad like, oh. Is this, yeah, you can, is this fresh You can set up. There's some fish over here. You know? <laughs> so he pulls out his like half-finished map, and he's like, I've charted this entire cave system. Yeah. You look like here, you, this room. Right. Well, feel free to go around, make, make some good stuff, and he'll also uh, attempt maybe I think to show Kining the forge okay <laughs> <Nayari>. no <laughs> or my words on that Warren's like not. I was gonna take her there alone Aiden alright <laughs> oh, didn't read the mood I'm so sorry I'll back up bro, bro don't know how to play a wingman I'm so sorry it's okay bro. I'm just gonna drop kick her into the dark lands alright I'll, I'll, I'll back up I'll back up Look, no that'll be a favor <laughs> she wants to go back there Right. So it's like if Oren goes on his own, Aiden will like, hey, by the way, there's a forest downstairs. You should go check it out. <laughs> and then just go away. Like oblivion NPC. Yeah. yeah. There's a forest. I have a letter for you. You're right. Maybe maybe you should investigate. He leans in real close to Oren so only Oren can see him. He's like <laughs> Yeah, 
will be listening later, Andrew got uncomfortably close to his webcam and winked for us all. <laughs> um, so, so you're showing Jet around, uh, maybe taking Kining later. Where so. Oren wants to go down to the forge. Is is there a mention of the forge? Is does he say that's where he's going? Nah, he just went. Okay. Typical so he forge. goes off on his own. Yep. What's everybody else doing while he goes off on his own and Aiden is showing Jet what water is? <laughs> I'm not intentionally <laughs> everything, okay? I am trying to show her. She's really offended. Uh, she should be. All right. You oh, are a man and you are explaining. So, <laughs> oh, by man. definition. Oh, man. Uh, okay, there is there's she's, this. She very sarcastically is like, yes, Aiden, I can. I can tell this is a well. I, no, that's not the I've point. I've seen one before, you know. That's, that's not the point. I just These are to... fish. I have to ask this out of concern because of what Jason has done to us. But where's Jin? Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot to do that. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's cruel. Oh, man. Andrew rolled high enough on his perception. Wait, did you miss Ilica too? Yeah, so I have, I have the special... NPCs in a different folder, and I forgot yeah. to poke okay. that in there. Okay. Sure, yeah, I sure have a real did. sense of like how big this cave is. Literally, everyone can set up camp in there alone. Almost, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a, it there, there's some space to work yeah, there's with. There's some serious space. <sighs> Wait, why so, is Niari in the water? What? She's cleaning off. It's been a long time since we've had any sort of body of water that. You could like wash clothes in or wipe b- blood and sweat from battle off. So Isn't she's this probably running water up here, and this would be stagnant water. Yeah. So Whatever. the she's water that cleaning up. <laughs> well, I was actually going to mention it as well because the troglodytes used to cure their leather and all that stuff in that stream. So all of the like blood and stuff drained into that pool. So the pool's not great, but the water before the pool is fine. Okay. I'm sorry. She would have working. seen that. I'm just looking out for your best interest, Sarah. Like, it's just not one of those things. How are it, we? Are we, like, hand waving the light in here? Or are we just saying that we procured. Yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned you mentioned something last time. I'm assuming that we can set up a, a system of torches and lighting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can you can set up torches and and uh, other whatever you need. It, it shouldn't be too difficult to keep most of the places lit enough that you guys can find your way around. And since Li Fang, Oren, and Kining are the only ones with dark vision, they're going to have to do all of the watches at night. <laughs> well, at least well, now you only have two directions you have to watch. Yeah. The back of Aiden's mind is concerned about access to the dark lands from here and people accidentally going there like little kids. So, I don't know how we're going to deal with that, but We'll it's almost like it. we have an engineer and the survivors that could probably help us bring it down. Board it up, you mean? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth, Owen. He's like, yeah, bring it down. I mean, board it up. That's what I meant all along. <laughs> so, Oren is going down to the forge. Um, Oren, make a stealth check as you're as you're going down there. Oh, sweet lordy. Boo. Disagree. Another, Boo. another gelatinous cube? I can always run away. That'd be fun. 
Wow, this map looks so different when you can see the whole thing. Yeah. It's not <laughs> <much>. <laughs> that's that's a one. A solid one on the adjusted roll. <laughs> Is this where Orin dies? Does he get gagged and like? Do, do we need to? Oh my gosh. So, yeah, we probably should have come in here and just like before everybody else did. Oh, and I didn't say sure. I went that far. <laughs> so the ladder. Orin, you climb down and. I'm gonna have to look something up real quick here. Oh no! I Watch him actually. You're climbing die. down. Your armor is kind of making a lot of noise as you as you jostle around, and your oh, shield and everything. And it's not what one would call quiet. Um, <laughs> and you hear a voice coming from further in, in this direction. Okay. You hear a voice, and tell me again what languages you speak. I speak <clears throat> goblin, undercommon, or common, and dwarven and Terran. Yeah, common, Five. dwarven, undercommon, goblin, Terran. Yep. That's okay. so smart. So you do not recognize this language and you just hear this language being spoken from that direction Uh, what do you do does it match the troglodytes (laughs) (laughs) it does not sound like the troglodytes no Nah, I I straight up go back up the up the (laughs) okay so you start climbing back up and you're about halfway up and you hear the voice again this time in a different language that you do understand uh, you're not sure what the first language is, but the second language was undercommon. Oh. All right. So apparently, this thing can speak multiple languages and is just cycling through them until it comes across something that <laughs> is uh, noticed. Okay. And in undercommon, you hear the voice saying, "Hello, someone there." Hello. Mm. You continue climbing. <laughs> I can't vote. I don't want to sway. Uh, he does. I'll what would back. Orin do? Uh, what would Orin do? Probably go back down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go back down. Orin yeah. will climb back down the ladder. And okay. we'll holler out. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna yeah, well, here yeah, as you're climbing back down, the voice comes out again with a third language. This time, you also don't understand. Still cycling through until it hears something back. Okay, yeah, so I was going to say, I, I holler back, uh, <laughs> hello, who goes there? And as I'm going back down. Okay, what language know. do you speak that in? Undercommon. Okay. If that's the so last you, thing I yeah. heard him say, I'll go back to okay. Undercommon. So it's a female voice, actually. Oh, so oh. you you reply back in undercommon, and and when you do, uh, the voice replies and says, "Oh, uh, yes, someone someone is here. Uh, I'm surprised you actually understand me. I'm not used to the the residents here knowing any of the languages that I speak. They're very backwards." Um, yes, and then by the time you climb back down, you you see at the entrance here is a figure here. 
Yes. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Can you blow that up for us? Uh, oh, whoa. my, oh, my. Those eyebrows are on point, though. That's Girl. sus. That's <laughs> sus. Mining has some competition. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was my side. Orin, Orin's an eyebrow man. Yeah, of course he is. He's a dwarf. They love eyebrows. <laughs> right? Make that cannon. Where is that in the wiki? <laughs> and uh, you see this figure uh, coming close to the doorway there. Okay. And you do not have knowledge locals, do you? No. Okay, so knowledge history you don't knowledge know... You don't know exactly what this creature is. Uh, actually, given your given your dwarfed lineage, I would give you. I would let you roll a knowledge local check untrained. Ooh, I respect that. Mad just, respect, yeah, mad respect. Okay. See if you can roll high enough. What is that? An intelligence? It's. Uh, you can just click. Oh yeah, knowledge local is not on your sheet because I. No. Uh, yeah, it would just be intelligence. Okay. Yep. You have no idea. Uh, what, you have no idea what this what creature is. <laughs> but it is a small, kind of gnomish-looking creature, very dark skin, uh, and she's standing there and she's just saying she greeted you. She's like, "Oh, I'm not used to seeing people who can speak my language. Uh, you're not. You're not who's usually here. Uh, who are you?" I'm the new resident here. Ah, new residents. Okay, I can, I can work with that. I can work with that. Um, so, uh, what? Uh, how long have you been here? I, I just got here like yesterday, and uh, there was nobody around when I got here. So, uh, I wasn't sure if everybody had left or what was going on. But uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, how long? How long have you been here? couple days couple days okay yeah that's sounds about right uh what happened to everybody else the the lizard people the chocolateites who used to live here there were quite a few of them at one point last my last visit there was a whole tribe of them we <clears throat> evicted them okay that uh doesn't sound like a very it wasn't pleasant okay yeah, yeah, okay. That sounds about right. Um, well, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I didn't know them very well. Like I said, they they didn't even really speak uh, languages with me, so it was very difficult to communicate. But um, yeah, no, I'm real happy that I can talk to somebody for the first time in like a month. So that's nice. Uh, you alone? Anybody else here? There's a there's several dozen of us. Oh, doesn't okay. Yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. Uh, yeah, so I'm. I should introduce myself. I'm sorry, I've gone all this. Been asking all these questions. I haven't even introduced myself. Uh, my name's Navi. I'm uh, just a traveling merchant. I go here and there, wherever you know. I, I know that people are, and like I said, I, I knew there were tra- troglodytes here. I've been. I've come by a couple times uh, in the past couple years, and traded some odds and ends with them and this is just one of my regular stops so figured I'd I'd see if anybody would show up in a day or two and luckily you just popped in here and yeah so, so 
So you're a trader? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a couple different odds and ends here that I, I trade. I pick things up some places and I sell them in others, you know. Standard stuff. Would you mind waiting here for just a few minutes? Sure, yeah. Okay, so then Oren's gonna go back up the... Well, actually, at oh. this point, you probably hear Aiden shut down. Oren! Are you talking to yourself? No, we have a... Navi! <laughs> and he'll kind of like, kinding. You stay here for a moment until <laughs> kind of like calm down and join Orin. Okay. Um. A Navi. Is it a Navi? Oh. Oh, a human. Wow, I don't see very many of you. Uh, uh, pretty much none of my stops include human elements. Uh, this is new. This is very interesting. Oh, uh, I don't understand. What is she saying? Uh, she's speaking in common now. Once she saw that you're human, she switched to common. I, I still don't understand. Did you come from the Darklands? Yes, actually I did. Yep, I, I travel around there. Uh, most of my stops are, you know, different cave offshoots of the Darklands, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard to roleplay when you're actually, as a player, terrified. No, no, there's n- nothing to be afraid of, you know. I mean, I mean, I know, I know the reputation that the Darklands have with you, surfacers, but you know, once you really get to understand them, it's not too bad. Well, I was gonna ask, do I know what a Navi is? I don't have knowledge local though, so there's uh, no Navi way. is her name, not a. Creature. I was gonna say, oh. it's not <laughs> well, well, that's how Horn would know to describe it. We have a Navi. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying not to be insulting to her, so I'm like, it's a. Navi. This is amazing. This is like our, our first oh. like alien contact kind of situation. <laughs> right? They call themselves Navi. We're not sure if it's the name or their subspecies. <laughs> Do you mind telling me what race you are? We're not familiar with the Darklands that much. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I'm known as a, Sver- a Sverf Neblin. Oh! <gasps> That's what my people are. Uh, I know Smurf Neblins. Uh, b- bless you. Uh, <laughs> you. You you probably recognize that I'm pretty close to to what you surfacers uh, the the equivalent of as a, a gnome. Uh, I'm not a gnome, the Smurf Neblin, uh, but uh, we're pretty close. It is nice to meet you, Navi. The how do you say it? Smurf Neblin. Nerf. One more. Neblin. One more time. It's uh, S-V-I-R-F-N-E-B-L-I-N. Svernefflin. Svernefflin. She says she's a a trader, a merchant, if you will, and and trades goods. Yes, yeah, I have lots of stuff on me here. Let me, I'll I'll let you, I'll let you take a peek at at what I've got here. Let me scroll up to the page. We we have victed the last inhabitants. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. He was telling me that you guys uh, basically kicked out the uh, troglodytes, uh, which is uh, fine by me. I mean, like I said, I couldn't really communicate to them all that much, so they weren't really my most valuable customer. Um, you do not mean us hard. No. No. Should I? Are, are you dangerous? I might be dangerous, 
Uh, it did not mean you hurt her. <laughs> well, then I don't see any reason why you would need to be worried about me doing any he, harm to you. He lets his guard down a little bit. And, his, uh, and she attacks, no. <laughs> and roll for you, initiative. <laughs> you will apologize. You will forgive me. We have reason to be cautious of people these days. Of anyone. What do you sell? I sell all kinds of stuff. Here, let me let me, let me me show you. She pulls out a, a small bag and she kind of ruffles in and reaches out and she pulls out uh, a couple things. There's a ring, there's a potion, there's uh, a strand of beads, there's and she goes on. There's like a lot of stuff that she, yeah, has. Yeah, she yeah. pulls one thing out, puts it back in, pulls another thing out, puts it back in, another thing, and so on. A lot of different stuff. And metagame-wise, I will just let you know that... You have a merchant now. She, she can essentially function like a village market buying anything up to 500 gold pieces. No. She offers almost anything worth up to 500 gold pieces and can buy up to 2,500 gold pieces worth of goods each time you guys meet with her. Oh, oh, she's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but we now have a very bigger complication that if we want to keep access to her, we have to keep the tunnel to the Darklands open so that she can come back. As you guys continue talking, like she'll right, kind of explain that, that. Yeah. you know, she she's basically traveling merchant, like Spice and Wolf style, goes stop to stop and like a round trip. And her round trip takes a long time. Like it takes probably a month or two for her to hit each of the stops. Um, so she only drops by once every long while, once every two months, maybe. Uh, maybe stays a couple days or something like that. But um, <sighs> she, like I said, she has basically a temporary merchant that she'll trade with you guys and then she'll head off on her next stop and you won't see her again until maybe a month or two down the road and then she might pop back in if you guys are still here and that's she's basically telling you that's her routine um so Aiden will ask if like if we have to worry I mean obviously we'll keep that dark land open so she could come back but like we don't want anything to attack us in the night kind of thing so like does she need that open question mark uh, well, I mean, I can't really get through if you close it, but, uh, I mean, other creatures could probably get through. Not too many normal residents of the Darklands bother coming this close to the surface, but, you know, the Troglodytes did, I did, uh, you know, sometimes creatures will wander up here. Uh, there's really nothing for them to see, so they don't usually stay too long, and all of the larger ones wouldn't be able to fit this way anyways. Creatures much bigger than you or me probably would have some issues. But, I mean, it's up to you. I could... Maybe we could set up a system to, like, ring a a bell or something, and you could unlatch your blockade and let me in. I don't know. He nods, because he's kind of intellectually interested. Why do you come to the surface, then? Oh, I, I just come here because, you know, along my travels, I eventually come across the uh, troglodytes or word of troglodytes so I sought them out maybe seeing if I could get some more customers and ever since then I've just stopped by every once in a while I rarely ever go to the actual surface this is probably about as close as I ever get this is one of the higher up spots in that regard we will do that and he's looking to Orin assuming he agrees we will provide the bell that you can ring so that we know it is you 
Okay, that, yeah. That's reasonable. Sounds good. We can we can go with that. And then out of game, tons of trading I'd love to do, but it's going to obviously take out of game time to get through right. all that. So. Yeah, yeah. Out out of the session, you could probably go through the whole inventory sheet and just mark that you got all the sell, sell already. all kinds of garbage. Sarah already have a, has a lot of stuff marked as sell, so that's nice. Yeah. Um. Are you going to allow us to use gems as GP equivalent, or do we have to sell those for half two? Uh, gems you can sell for the normal value, but just remember that like the chrismal yeah. is eats yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we want to trade him. goods. Pretty good still work as cash. <laughs> or yep. As soon on. as you run out of gems on the walls and in your inventory, he'll probably just leave. So oh, he's mine. <laughs> I know he's sentient, but he's mine. <laughs> okay, so I am so sorry that Andrew and Sarah did not get to interact in that exchange. Because that could have been really fun if all four of us were there, but I felt bad with just the two of us. But I thought the right know. type. Oren does get to talk to the coolest people. So cool, actually. Like, if you think about it, like in my head, it's got like a really like strong, like I don't know, like made an abyss feel to it almost, where we're kinda gonna like set up this like little door that this yeah. traveling merchant from the Darklands is going to come up and just ring her little bell. Well, oh, yeah. there's technically a door already there made out of stone. It's so we really just be... have to figure a way to lock it on our side. Yeah, it's just got to be re- re- rebuilt. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. um, cool. Well, I don't some, know some... how to leave Navi and stuff. Yeah. Does she want, does she need to stay for a little while? I mean, she's welcome to go up to the camp, I suppose. Well, I mean, you know, I I, can't, I got here yesterday and I haven't been able to trade anything, so I could stay for another day, maybe, and we could work out some some <clears> deals, <throat> and and then once we're done with that, I could head on to my next stop. Probably won't stay too long. I'm I don't tend to stay in places more than a day or two, if need be. Uh, our other um, residents, the, the people who are with us. Many of them are the cautious type. We have reason to be worried. And so you will not take offense if they do not treat you too kindly when you first meet. Well, um, I guess we'll see. I might take offense. I don't know. <laughs> Me and Aiden are chilling down here while she's massacring everyone upstairs. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll just let you know. I mean... I don't have to come here, so like, if it's gonna be one of those things where it's not a great place to come, I just won't come again. But uh, we'll see I, how I, they take it. You know, if you think, think they're gonna be okay with it, then maybe we can. I think you are welcome. Hell no. Okay. Do you do any trading up on the surface? No, like I said, this is about as as close to the surface as I ever get. Really, um, I'll probably just stay down here if that's fine with you guys. I guess you guys are technically the owners of this place. 100% fine. Stay there. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Yeah. We'll just, uh, I'll stay down here. I got camp set up near the uh, tunnel there. So, yeah, we can figure out some trade deals and maybe tomorrow or whatever. I'll, I'll head out and maybe we'll see each other again later. 
Fantastic. Oh, this is are amazing. You, are, you sure, are you sure Aiden doesn't want to like press her for information on how Orin can do a secretive travel to Kragadon to get the dwarven armies risen so that he can come back and fight off all of, you know, um, Malthoon and and oh. uh, the, the hobgoblins and everything? No, Aiden's vibing, man. Like, straight <laughs> up. He's chill, bro. Man, so, chill. Orin was just going to go try and start the forge yeah you were gonna go back to the forge yeah. uh and yes i can let you know what is required to get the forge so the the forge is you're taking a look at it and you think it's easily repairable if you if you clear the gas lines and airways and then try to reignite the flame um it would definitely provide you with a good place to to work the metal or any metal that you do find once you've you know got it up and running you think that making it usable would require about 10 days worth of work but you could maybe get two or three people working on it together to lower that to like five or four days you know make it a little bit faster if you have more than one person but it's going to take a couple days probably to get it up and running and, and really suitable as a forge but it's possible you could probably get it done okay so i'm not sure how to role play some of this out so i guess i kind of want to handle it maybe a little out of out of character if if you want basically um but like i don't know maybe we handle this out of out of session even but i think we should i mean we're not doing npc actions but maybe we should assign like tell people the situation have a few work on some stuff and basically tell them that the, the the camp base of operations is here and do our best to explain how the merchant will work and how that is accessing at the Darklands and you know basically hand wave that stuff away if we can as opposed to like hey Kining can you do this hey you can you, you know that kind I was going to say if you want me to RP out or in asking Kining to do the blacksmith I happily will but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we so, can, so obviously I thought she would be the best the best candidate for it right yeah, actually, we, we can... should have that happen oh actually i take it back (laughs) you can you can role play whatever moments you want to uh (laughs) it's up to you guys but yeah a lot of that information could be pretty much hand waved as you guys just kind of filling in everybody about you know this tunnel leads to the dark lands so don't go that way um but we're gonna kind of leave it open type of thing right i basically want to just skip over the boring stuff if possible but assume that just because we didn't talk about it in session like they're gonna be generally aware of what's going on like we're not gonna hide anything anymore yep that that whole strat is done yeah that's fine so Um, from there then back to you basically at this point i'm just kind of get a gauge of what what you all want to do because you're at a point here where as far as you know you're you're basically set up like it's gonna take like i said it's gonna take a couple days to get this place really renovated clearing out everything that doesn't need to be here setting up the shelters in this area getting the torch system working out getting the forge up and running um having people set up on a schedule of who's going to harvest when and cook the food and and getting everybody just accustomed it's probably going to take a couple days to get that around um so i was just wondering do you guys have anything you'd like to do in that period like do you want to go out and do stuff or do you want to maybe skip ahead a couple days like how do you guys want to handle that i'm sensing a shift but if we do skip ahead some days there's still some things that i want to do so i will give Iden's to-do list and then we can compare to the rest of the party um since the shrine is no longer on the table basically 
I would have you actually move on the map and we could go day by day to see if you encounter anything. If you wanted to go over to the stockpile, we'd have you move over there and stuff like that. So I wouldn't just totally hand wave the encounters, but I didn't know if you guys wanted to do those immediately or if you wanted to take a couple days. I think if we want that there's a doubt that they're still alive, but when Jason said that there there was word that there might be survivors south mm-hmm. of uh, That's my first position might be probably travel south. Yes, yeah, yeah. south. Okay, so you are moving down so are you actually is that the consensus you're moving down to where the map token is now? Well down to one more, I think we can make it. So at that space you would reveal that much. Auburn had come to you and said that the two kids were talking to her. And while they were uh, still in camp, some group tried to escape. Most of them died trying to run, but a couple of them did get over the bridge and headed towards the southern wood. And Auburn had said, don't know if they're in the southern wood or if they went past the southern wood or if they turned at some point and went a different direction. But as far as the kids were aware, they were last sighted going towards the southern wood. And this would have been, like, four or five days ago? That would have been probably, like, six days ago. That's a long time. So they could have, if anyone survived, and if they're still heading east, I don't know. But we can at least find the trail. Uh, That's the thing. Like, that. that's the only hope we have. Yeah, I, I, I think we should continue looking in here, too. So you guys got to the cave, spent the night at the cave. It rained during that night, and it rained part of the day, part of the day on the way over here. I also I don't think it's a bad idea to go into the forest. No, I but just... you're right. Enough days have passed that they're not going to have survived camping there. So Sorry we'll to all you podcast listeners. You're going to have to check out the video to know what oh, we're worry. talking about. I'm going to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, uh, I should have marked each individual hex so I could be like, they're now moving on to Z36 <laughs> from Z35. Well, we'll, like just go, we'll just go in like a straight line, and like down here, and then one, two, three, I think. We'll just see if we can't okay, find Okay, so hex. Or, or more accurately, we're looking for evidence of people as we're going so that'll okay <laughs> so you move into that hex everybody roll perception oh who's dipson 19 13 12 11 11 says 12 7 no i was just counting down like Oren's gonna get an 11 oh. but he oh. got a 17 <laughs> sorry no so you guys don't pick up anything Going one more, you said? There's something yeah, really we'll, cool in there. We'll go one more. Okay. Let me reveal that. You move oh. into that one. How long would it take to take 20 on a hex? <laughs> oh, <think>. goodness. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works there. An astronomical <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> uh, we never went back to the caves again. Make a second set of perception checks on this hex. Whoa. Marginally better than the last time. Yeah, somebody broke a 20 that time. Okay. Thank goodness, or or Theros has a plus 11. Okay, so this time you guys are in this hex and you guys are looking around for any signs of movement and all this stuff. Um, Oren and Theros, 
you both notice something as you guys are progressing into the forest here, into the wood. You didn't notice it before because you were too far away, presumably. But now that you're closer, you guys are sniffing and it's like... And Volus picks up on this probably before either of you, you guys do. You guys smell the air. It smells... Uh, What's the right word? Death. Metallic? No. Okay, metallic? It smells like fire. Sulfur? Like burning and... Like cider? like Or cedar? Like, does it smell like wood? Like an actual fire. Like campfire. A, yeah, okay. But a lot. This is not a campfire. Right. Forest fire. This is like a full-blown forest fire that you're that you're getting the sense of. And as you guys are moving, you're getting the sense it's to your here west. Yes, yeah. it's to the so west. They're, they're burning the forest and snuffing people out. Maybe. Yeah. Can we smell anything other than the burning? It is too much. <laughs> like It's such an overwhelming... Uh, Theros would be able to see just barely a little bit of smoke, yes, because of how high his perception check is. Oren doesn't notice that, but he does pick up on the scent. Where? It is a very, very heavy scent once you once you realize it's there. Mm-hmm. What what's, what hex? Just to your west. You don't know distance. But... Due west. Yes, due west. Could be one hex away, could be two. Um, what do you guys think? Well, my thought is, if there's a forest fire in here, we don't want to run out of movement and have to camp in a forest fire. Right, I agree. So What? I feel like we need to get out. It's warm. We we, we double back to there. (laughs) We don't investigate at all. At all. Oh, we don't have enough movement. You're right. I mean, we could investigate up. Well, here's the thing. We'll run out of movement. You could roll exhaustion checks at that point. Wait, do we even have enough movement to get out of the forest, or are we done? You have two hexes worth of movement left. Right. Okay, so we could get back to the plane. So you could investigate one more hex, see what's going on, and then that's the hex that you'd stay in. You'd like that, wouldn't you? You could move two hexes back. Hey, it's not that hard to put out a forest fire, right? (laughs) No, it's very hard. Are you kidding? California. The old area. See helicopters and airplanes. Create water. Create water. Create water. Stairs are just create water. Create water. Create water. Create water. Create water. Yeah, think about it. Jason just said, completely not. Everyone who's listening, he just said, putting out a poor forest fire is not that hard, right? Yeah. People are paid $20 trained people who have never, ever been trained in forest fighting. Forest fighting. Firefighting. Could be, you know, you've got a cleric. You've got a druid. The druid knows what he's doing. And if one of you gets burnt or hurt, the cleric can just heal you. Easy. Yeah, okay. So no we start problem. digging trenches. You know, we'll make a perimeter. We dig the ground out. We'll kind of make a controlled fire. Yeah, I'll fire, I'll fire belly for a controlled fire. It'll be great, guys. We got this. I yeah, just right chop down here. the trees. Yep. I do have burning yep. hands. Oh, I we can... got burning hands. Yeah. You've got I... fireball. I, I think know. doubling back and watching fireball. the flame is going to be important. <laughs> Just watching the forest burn to the ground. <laughs> well, if it starts like encroaching on us, I mean, I'm assuming these planes won't let the fire continue to spread through the Fangwood. But there's oh, nothing. No, it probably we... it won't. It probably won't spread to the Fangwood. But right. it might. 
keep spreading in here. the wood down here. You don't know how right. far. You, at this point, you don't know how big the fire is. You don't know how much it's going to spread. You have not enough information. Right. So it's up to you guys. I I I, I want to investigate. Oh man, I think we I see we're making a we're making a lot of assumptions that it's a forest fire. I don't think so. All right, can I didn't get like a sense like a like now that it's been pointed out to him? Can I get a survival check maybe to discern what's going on? Sure, you guys can make a survival check now that you're aware of it. Take some time to figure out. Nyardi is relying on Theros and Orin, who were the ones that perceived this. So I will go with whatever the two of you want to do. Oh what do I know of this fire at 29? Roll okay. that at 20. The strength of this fire. So, you being aware of it, and with Theros smoke, you're now able to see that, and you're getting a sense of, of the kind of gauging when you didn't notice it to when you noticed it and how strong it got between those points. You're trying to build up an image in your head of how strong it is. You get the sense that it is... It is definitely a forest fire. It probably hasn't gotten to the point where it's burning down the entire forest, but it is probably at the point where it's going to keep spreading if if it's just left. Oh, Orin's going to turn to the group and go, Yeah, <clears throat> if we have a chance. I um, stand corrected. It is, in fact, a forest fire, uh, but it is not out of control yet. Uh, my apologies. Uh, it is most certainly a forest fire. <laughs> you just stand there and you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's a forest yep. fire. Yep. <laughs> I was wrong. Theros, not that very loudly enough to, to, for him to hear it. Just well, kind of whispers Orin, it, off, if you so. think that we have time to fight it, uh, I will fight the fire. But I just don't know if we have time. Um, but if he, yeah, if he thinks that we can get it under control, I mean, he's all willing. Yeah, and that's the other thing is, like I said, when I rolled, it did rain yesterday and part of today, so it probably isn't spreading easily. Yeah, all right, so we'll we'll go one more in, I think. I don't know what you expect <laughs> me to do about it. I, I guess I'd let's go one more in. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, if you think this. He's deferring yeah. to Orin here. If Orin doesn't think, because he said we thinks he can get it under control, so I said I apologize for thinking that it wasn't a forest fire. <laughs> uh, I said it's not completely out of control, as if it's going to consume the forest yet. I don't know about fighting it, but yeah, I—I I, I mean, I—I I I would know. assume that Theros would have strong yeah. feelings about this. Like, I don't. Theros? Theros is like Theros. for it. I'm gonna say Theros <laughs> yeah. is probably the one who cares the most, and it's yeah. surprising the druid's not speaking up. I'd bet. Iden's favorite terrain is forest. I just Do you love really the want trees. your favorite I... terrain to be destroyed? I just love the trees so uh, much. That you know, I mean, obviously Theros doesn't like what's going on here, but I'm not sure Dora. what he could do about it. Create water. Create water. Create water. Well, I can tell you in real life with how late it is in the day it'd be we'd have to work through the night uh, you'd have to dig and set up a controlled flame and try to douse what flames you could but i mean no no, no. i'll just go big and then just stamp it out Ooh. with my titan feet well i was gonna say we are heroes after all so we that's are above not a average. bad solution yeah that's like, really not a bad solution hopefully my boots aren't magical because they'll be destroyed afterward Oh, I've got it. 
you take your boots off while you're in giant size, and me and Theros create water into the boots, and then you use the boots to put out the fire. <laughs> so, it's James, so crazy. We're D and D now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It just work. Obviously, Nailed this it. plan is fail-proof. Foolproof. Explicitly in the spell text that when you grow in size, so do all of your clothes permanently. Yes. So, <laughs> it's not permanent because when you go back down, it doesn't. Your your clothes don't stay big. It's just for the duration of the spell. With so many outfits. With Orin's survival and knowledge, do we feel like we can do anything? I would say that you get the sense that if you leave now, it could potentially keep spreading to the point where it would be completely out of control. The whole if point. you go to stop it right now, there's a chance you could get it under control if you're quick and you act smart and you do it well. Which means there might be checks involved, you don't know. I have an intelligence of eight, so I will do the smart thing and put out the fire. I am a hero, and that's what heroes do. So I will put out the fire. Ther- Theros is not going to want to let the you know this nature destroyed. So he will uh, he will also be on the side of trying to put out the fire. Okay. I don't think Orin really has a choice. So let's go. Let's go fight some fire. Does anybody else hate themselves? Hey! <laughs> I want to add this to my resume. It's like kill hobgoblins, put out forest fires. All right. <laughs> okay. Evict troglodytes from their home. Yeah, do you like that diplomatic way of saying <laughs> that? We did not genocide oh, them. We evicted sweet them. mercy. Oh boy. That on the right layer? Oh, oh, it is. It is on the right layer. We are okay. not known for making good decisions, so. You guys continue towards the forest fire here, and as you get closer, you get more of that smell. You see more of that smoke. You can start to hear the crackling of the of the wood and the trees and the leaves and such. And as you get closer, you also pick up voices. And great. Uh, I don't think anybody in the party speaks goblin, right? I or- do. Or oh, you do speak goblin. Okay, I, I just do. pointed like that's. Gonna I, help. I, I did. I did the exact. Orin does. Orin does. Right there. Okay, right so Orin, you speak hob. Uh, you don't speak hobgoblin. You speak goblin, so you can hear the voices, and they're basically all grumbling and complaining. And you get some of them saying, "Is like, oh, I hate this. It's taking so long for these these trees to catch fire. How much longer?" And then one will be say like. Shut up. We've only been here a day. And then they're just like, you can, they are so bored and <laughs> so frustrated that the day they came out to burn the fight, the burn the forest down is the day that it started raining. <laughs> and they, it sounds like they are trying to set this place on fire and they're getting there. Their fire is happening, but it's taking. <laughs> way longer than they want and they wanted to be gone and they're not gone yet and so basically that's the sense you get is there's Can some we... hobgoblins up ahead that are setting the place on fire and they're not happy that's taking so long you approach Aiden you're a little bit ahead of the group uh, you approach and uh, as you do several of them hear you in the in the bushes off to the side and turn to face you and that is when we would normally roll initiative But in this case, we'll wait until next time.
thank you for coming along with us on this adventure through Near Mythos. We are having so much fun and would love to have you join us live on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mildly Heroic. See you next time. Thank you.